You are about to experience the Corpse Cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. everybody and welcome to episode 69 of the corpse cast i am mike and i'm shane shane how you doing was that was that our was that a professional radio personality voice that is i've been fighting a cold oh yeah so i might sound extra like uh sensual and sultry evil oh. i was thinking oh since when is evil not sultry they're one and the same if you well, ask me that's true all right <laughs> uh you know exorcisty Ooh. Oh, it might sound a little more like that. What, what was it? Would your Would you like to say something to your mother? I can't remember what she said, but yeah, dude, lots of good shit. You want to say hello to your mother? <laughs> She's in here with us, Karen. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful, man. How's your week, man? Long, for uh, one. Oh, okay. Reminds me of my penis. Uh, long and uh, hard. Okay. Oh, still, we're still on that theme. Throbbing. <laughs> Painful. <laughs> Dude, have you, is my penis been your whole week? And that's about it. Uh, yeah. Oh, dude. It's been rough. Dude, we're on episode 69. 69. Now, 69, that is a special number. You should have okay. put your Kane Roberts on 69. Oh, dude, because there is nothing more sexual than that. Was that two episodes ago or was that last episode? Last episode, but you would have 69 Kane. I don't know. I my problem is is I get intimidated from big giant cocks and I well you don't know he's got the big muscles but maybe he's steroid heavy Dude. maybe he's plays the guitar to cover up something that could be I guess you know about, you, you don't know no I don't know and it's not like it's Kane like, call us and tell us Kane how big's your dick Hey this is Kane Roberts and I've got a huge dick and a new album by the way it's <laughs> called uh, Saints and Sinners Two Electric Boogaloo Oh, good you can one. Pick it up at your uh, uh, Amoeba Records. I think oh. they have it. <laughs> oh, with the electric boogaloo. That, you know what? That all started from a Family Guy skit. Hilarious. Okay. It's hilarious every time somebody says it. Can I say uh, Search for Curly's Gold or. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh it, instead, instead. Yeah. In, in, in yeah, lieu yeah. of. In lieu of. Saints and Sinners 2, The Search for Curly's Gold. Yeah. I like that a lot okay. better. <laughs> okay. It doesn't rhyme with two, but still. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that's, that's cool, man. Well, week, of course, we have a jam-packed episode full of fun times today. We're going to be talking about a, a band called Iced Earth from Tampa, Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their 2001 album named horror show and you know what's funny is this is one that i suggested right because is it yeah i thought, I thought it was uh john john johnny krug yeah oh um, maybe maybe, maybe it, it was, was but okay well, but but i i think that i put it on the list because this is the only really iced earth album that i've really ever had mm-hmm. and i and i it was a blind buy one time at a at like a cd store there in bountiful and right. uh, i walked in and i saw the horror show that cover and i'm like oh heavy metal Horror. That was the great thing about it. rock records. Going yeah. into a record store, looking at the cover and going, Eddie, in that padded room, 
Oh with yeah, the, yeah. With the with the with the with the the mental what do they call that? The straight oh, jacket yeah, on. Yeah. Dude, it's dude, like I'm buying that. The problem is, then you walk to the B section. You saw Blind Faith with that uh, underage girl's tits hanging out. Blind melons. Blind what? Well, what was a blind faith? Are you are no. you are you in the B section because blind oh. faith's gonna have blind melon right well, after? Well, yeah, but that just had that chick in the B costume. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Dude, wasn't it blind faith that uh, Clapton did? Was I? Was that blind faith? Uh, it doesn't ring a ding ding. No, me, I think but. it was. I think he uh, he had like a kind of a gospel record, and I think that was it. But I t- could be. Well, totally gospel would have been way out of the heavy metal section. Yeah, but they were, but it was pop and rock, so it had you had everything from Paula Abdul to freaking Slayer in that section. They split that up in my record stores. Well, my record like, store was lazy. Hey, get the devil over here. <laughs> put everything else in the middle. It's <laughs> sure, easy, sure. easy access, dude. Well, I mean, it could have been a little bit better to put them in that awesome back room with the horror movies, like in the old VHS stores. That right. Yeah. But no, they didn't. But we're going to be talking about their 2001 album called Horror Show. Um, and we're also going to be talking about a 1983 slasher, which has kind for some reason, I have never seen this before this week. And this seems like a movie that I should have seen a long time ago, right? Yeah. I've never seen it either. So no, it yeah. was new to me. New to you. It was new, new to, to me, me too. So there you go. We're I'm excited to talk about it. Um, dude, I want to mention one thing. Do you know what today is? Today is... A good day? I didn't have to use my AK. Nothing, really. Open your blouse. It's just a mouse. No, he doesn't. Okay. Oh, no. I don't know. Okay. No, dude, it's summer solstice today. That means oh. that means it's the longest day of the year. But you know what? Tomorrow we start on the decline. The days start getting shorter. And you oh. know what that means, dude? Besides football, the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. It means that the best, the autumn, the Halloween starts happening, all that good shit happens. It's it's a day to celebrate, man. Okay. I'm excited. Right. I'm excited. Right. Days are starting to get shorter. Ah, it's going to be fun times, man. There's nothing to be pissed off about when the days get shorter. I Let wish, me tell I wish you they that. were always shorter. I wish they were shorter when it was hot. Like, I wish it got dark at 7. I like the sun going down. Yeah, me too. I'm more of a... Dark night kind of fella, a vampire you're, of the night. You're evil. Yeah, yeah. I just I I like to be in the dark <laughs> on everything I do. <laughs> sure, that's right? that's I do too. I'm with, I'm I'm right with you, uh, dude. Let's see. So Wednesday night, we have to mention this. We went and saw a few bands uh, to a sold out Burt's Tiki Lounge. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Wednesday night in Salt Lake City. Let's just say it's not the best night for a touring band to come through and to see large numbers of people there. Right. Well, we went and saw the Voodoo Organist, which was pretty cool. I mean, I mean, he's got some good tunes. We got it coming up uh, in a couple episodes, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. I bought he's some on the CDs list from him. Yeah, he's yeah. a nice dude. He smacked me in the face. Yeah, you asked for it. You kept asking. Slap me. Slap my face. Yeah. So he said, oh, "Okay." He, very. You know, we kept going, hey, slap him in the face. He wants... He well, said, okay. here's the here's the problem, okay? This guy, I mean, he's he's probably, I mean, worried about repercussions. Maybe. He doesn't know me. Yeah. He doesn't know what's going to happen if I feel a little bit of pain. Yeah, you know? true. And he's a little dude. He's a tiny little fella. So, Plays the organ. Yeah, I, I saw... But he ended up... We ended up talking him into smacking me. But no, was, you know, if nothing else, you can give the voodoo organist one thing. He's unique. I don't, I don't know how many other people sound like him ever at all. 
No, that's you know? true. I mean, so. he gets on the uh, the big ass organ. He's got a theremin there with the. And I liked I liked when he did the, the theremin. He not only did he was he playing the theremin with his hand, but he was like it looked like he was casting a spell. Like yeah, yeah, he, he's, he had you, like the claw out. Yeah, you've got to give it that. I thought it was cool. If you're gonna play the theremin. No one's playing at limp wrist. You could, but nobody's going to. You're but, giving it the. But oh, he had that intense demon. Look. He did. He looked. He had that intense look. Just oh, it was right there. Fun times though, man. Did you know there were four band, uh, three local bands that played? Uh, no, there weren't three local bands that played. Yes, there no, was. there weren't. You were. Let me tell you this little story. Oh, okay. There was a third local band, but there was there was three bands total. Nope, there was four bands. Right. I went to no, the no, ba- no, but I- guess what? One was from Arkansas. I went right. You can move on to that. But I went into the bathroom and this guy is like Mr. Rock and Roll Legend, Jason Payne or something. And he used to be in a pretty cool band called the Red Bennies. Oh, but what he what they did, dude, is they came in, they sat down, they I swear he said, Can you turn the amps? As low as we can get them. Hmm. They all sat on chairs and they strummed away and he went, very good, very good to, to everyone that he played with. Huh. And they went, they played, they just strummed out these tunes and then they packed all their shit up and got off. So there was actually three bands that played before the Voodoo Orchestra. Yeah, but that, there's still only two local bands in. So we both win. I'm just saying we that is weird. That. that is weird well, I, and kind of even, pretentious. I didn't even just, see those. Where was I? Out. Back? You were out back, and they played for 20 minutes, hmm. and it was on two. It was like, no, no, it's too loud. Are it's you serious? Too loud. Turn it down. Well, well they well, were they sitting went to on. Birds? They, they were, said that at they, birds. They were sitting on stools, and he was in the middle, and he was looking at everyone like, uh huh, yes, oh. Ah, oh, delicious. What did he look like? Describe describe him, because I bet... Just, I, I mean, he, you know, in Utah, this guy is like the hero of d- just I, he's rock not my and hero, roll. Bro. He was in a pretty cool band called the Red Band. He's back Who I've day. heard of, but I don't... I don't and he's I can't a talented dude, but he... And he does some stuff at the School of Rock here, and he's like, oh, you got a That's a dude. So, yeah. you know, but it's like... Really? If that's your uh, students that you're bringing down to a CD punk rock bar uh, to have, <laughs> we're having a live jam. Oh, very good. Very Turn it good. down. Turn it, Turn that's it down weird. too. Because I, I don't want no one to know I sound like shit with this stuff. That's weird, man. Because okay, cause, cause what was there? Uh, Black Horse played. And, that and then the, them, and that was the one from Arkansas. Well, were, was he after them? Right after them. Because I kind of went out back during Black Horse. Not, not in no disrespect or anything like that. I'm sure they were fine, but... It was like yeah, like like faith. Well, you were up front we were there for a minute. Well, you for were a pounding minute. out a couple of headbangs. Well, sure, but but the thing is, is then I I you know we we finally met Faith, and that was nice to you yeah, know Faith talking up. in the back, you know whatever. That's a, that that's what I do when I'm there a lot of times. Yeah, you know we go out back. So that band played second, then the Glorious Bastards, and that's when the rock started to happen. And that's in when, fact, I think I rocked the hardest during the Glorious Bastards. Yeah, you, to be you, honest, you with tried you. to start a mosh pit of eight people, but it didn't pan out. I didn't try to start a mosh pit. The closest I did was I grabbed you and B tow truck, one in each arm, and ran you into the wall. Well, that might not be <laughs> quite the case, but close. <laughs> well, Titty the- twistings and all that. Oh, and- uh, yeah, there was some stuff. Well, there was yeah, there was some real stuff going on. Yeah, that night, shit. Yeah, you're. Pro- in fact, yeah, yeah you're I probably guess. right. Yeah. 
Yikes! It was good. It was it was good. It was good. It was kind of numbing by the end of it. It was kind of you get into a numbed state. Yeah. Listening to the voodoo organist. Yeah. You know, like on, by song ten, you're kind of in a numb state <laughs> where it's like you're like your asshole feels like oh anything can come out of here at any minute. You know what I mean? Because you're just you feel the vibrations and sure, the organ sure. and the yeah. and then you're like oh yeah I could just take a shit right here in my pants and. Oh, dude. Yeah, I, I had home. to take off. Only because I had to work the next day. Oh, that was the most miserable day of my life up to this point, by the way. But uh, you know what? I, I I went to work, and I was surprisingly, like, not an asshole to people. Yeah, you know. Yesterday. Yesterday, I wasn't an asshole to people. Right. Okay, so t- I got to cut. Can, can I oh, tell oh, my oh, couple yeah. of stories about okay. the asshole? Okay. Yeah. Let me tell you the smaller one, first of all. Today, I'm driving up here. I'm just driving up I-15 from Provo and whatnot. I'm, I'm on the way there. And there was a big, there was an accident, whatever. And so, you know, there's pretty shitty traffic. And I'm, yeah, I'm a little bothered. But, you know, I'm listening to my podcast and whatever. Right. Uh, and so, I mean, and like, yeah, it could be worse, you know, whatever. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, dude, and, and, and kind of, I was in the left lane. And in the middle lane, right ahead of me, uh, was this FedEx truck with three uh trailers oh yeah yeah huge thing right and uh all of a sudden behind me i oh i didn't even see it it kind of because you know how you go back and forth or whatever i was a little i was a little bit ahead of the back of the last trailer all of a sudden i hear this crash dude and i'm i look (sighs) i look over and there was this lady in like this kia minivan or something and she slammed into the back of this thing dude her whole the front of her car was just i mean the, the bumper was like just busted up and whatever and it was funny because it just seemed like the the fedex guy didn't even notice what happened he's got three trailers right but, plus i mean the middle the, the little metal bar that uh, she ran into i mean it's already beat the shit anyway so totally so it's what, like the repercussion at at the third trailer is like what i uh, think he, a mosquito bit me yeah and he, and he kept going i mean he didn't even stop or anything like that and i look over and i just in the in the in the lady in there just was like freaking out like she was so scared like she's fanning her face and grabbing her grabbing her heart and stuff like that i turn over there and i just look at her and i just started it was funny to me yeah i started laughing i'm like oh my gosh that was awesome and i'm just laughing because she's freaking out you know she was alone in the car whatever she looks over and she sees me laughing at her and then she like starts crying (laughs) And I'm like, oh my! See now, why does that get uh, funny to me? As soon as you say, because I'm I'm looking at you right now, and I'm saying you are a fucking asshole, sir. Because you're laughing at this woman fanning herself, and then you go, then she starts crying. And I go, hey, that's fucking funny. Now that is good stuff. And I'm just glad that that you know, tra- she stopped. I assume I just went forward because I'm like, I the guilt right now is. Not settling in, but if I were to stay there, I would. I if the, if traffic was completely stopped, I would feel obligated to go talk to this woman. Let me tell you something about bastards that do that. That laugh. You well, I, I'm saying that get out to go. I will not move my car now oh, in the no. middle of the fucking freeway. No, I was in. No it's mood. like I you're go. not helping the situation. No, no, I agree. The police, if they are worth it, their weight in in ass cream, they know <laughs> what happened. Right. Here's the big FedEx. She banged into the back of it. You oh, don't yeah. need to stick around and block up another no, lane of traffic. No. no. Plus, I was on my way here. I just, I was like, I ain't stopping. Plus, yeah. she's crying. I, I can't. I can only deal with one woman crying, and that's my wife. Every other woman who cries, I'm sorry, ladies, I'm out of there. I just don't have the emotional strength to help you. I don't. I, you know, I enjoy a good woman crying. I will help her. 
But that is funny as shit that she looks at you and goes, <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. And it turned from like complete like exasperation, maybe a little bit of anger in there, to looking to, at me. And then her whole like demeanor like, changes. <laughs> yeah, you just did that, lady. Dude. But let me, okay, okay. So that's, that is that's the. number one. That's number one. Okay, now tell me. And, I, and, I, and I'm questioning this. And I don't know. I don't know if I was an asshole on this or not. Okay. All right, but but okay. So here's the thing. You remember how I told you a little while back that uh, I, uh, there's a girl from Romania that came over and she's getting the trained. Big mole, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yes, that's indeed. Well, you know, I've worked with her for a month now, so she's become more than just a mole with a giant forehead to me. Okay. okay. A little bit different. Gosh dang it! I hope she never hears that. Cause that's the rudest shit, and she's really nice. But okay, so today we're like, you know, we're talking. You know, we've we've kind of have a rapport over the last month, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, for some reason, Dracula's Castle came up, right? And we're talking about it, and I'm like, ah, oh, cool. And she sent me some links and stuff like that. And right before I left, she sent me some more links, and she's like, totally stoked about Romania, her home country, right? She's, oh, you've got to, ch- you've restoked her. Well, yeah, she's like, hey, you've restoked her because before she was just kind of like. Yeah, everyone wants to go there for that, but right. now you've restoked her fire, her Bram Stoker for her country. Bram, St- I've restoked her Stoker. Yeah, no, dude, and and so you know we had a, good, I mean it was a good day and it was funny because uh, since I'm a contractor, you know I don't get to go do fun things like uh, go to Java conferences and stuff like that, which is the rest of the guys on the whole floor. So it was just me, her, and then one other dude that were in the whole place today. You know, so I'm sitting, you know, so, and we talk, we talked a lot because, you know, hell, there's nothing else to do except for work. <laughs> come right. on, come yeah. on, come on, bro. You serious? But anyway, so on the way out after we've had this night, it's been a nice, friendly day and whatever. And, and, you know, right at the end, she sent me this last email and it was all about how, um, I can't even remember. It was like how Charles, like King Charles had, had like ties to Romania. And, you know, and of course she sent that to me in my head. I'm thinking, I don't give a holy shit about this. Come right. on. I don't care. But on the way out, she goes, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, hey, we'll have a good weekend. We'll see you. We'll see you Monday. She goes, you know what? Oh, you have a good weekend too. But you know what? I bet you, except for she said it in her like vampiric accent, yeah, right. right? She goes, I bet you never, I didn't know that there was a connection between Romania and King Charles the Third, or some shit. I don't know what she said like that, right? It, right. it was something like that. I said, no. <laughs> I, I said, the only thing I know about Romania is Dracula and gypsies. So I said that to her, right? She looks at me like I just dropped the N-bomb or something. Right. Like, and it's like. She's pissed. Like, like oh. I said, I, and I'm like, okay, well, in my head, I'm thinking, I'm thinking gypsies, you know, like in all the movies, because that's all I know, you know? Right. And, but she looked at me like with these big old, like shocking look, like I just said, hey, you know, your mother's a whore. Right, you know? right, right. And so, okay, so here's the question. I don't know if that was an asshole move, because right after that, I'm like, okay, see ya. You know, walked out like that, and then you like you, that face never right. happened. And then you kind of went, "Wow, that's kind of weird." She kind of, you know, well, after you're thinking about it, you're kind of like, "Wow, that's and I, weird." I, it, I, that well, was, and, yeah, it didn't occur to me that like maybe that was totally racist. It didn't occur to me till after I was on my way out. I don't think it is. I but. well, okay, so that's my question: Is it racist? Number one, gypsies it, from Romania. It, if you say that. And you're not from there, or what's? Um, the- yeah, maybe it's like maybe it's like the N word for black guys. They can call each other the N word, but you get a bald guy, a bald white guy with a beard. Hey, what's up, N word? They're gonna so kick Fleetwood my ass. Mac is like a no go in Romania. Well, yeah, yeah. They- you say you're a gypsy. No. They're like, oh, but, but don't I'm asking, put is, that on. That's I don't like know. M&M. I feel like an asshole because of that look, or maybe it was just my raw sensuality that shocked her. 
you know, maybe maybe it was up close. Maybe maybe that was it. You maybe said was- gypsy, the 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 word that sh- that said, you know what? I must destroy his marriage and marry this man. <laughs> I don't know. And I'll get my gypsy mother, but to it, put a curse. But it on felt his more. It felt more like I just dropped the N word, the N bomb. So I'm wondering. I don't know if that's racist or not. It felt like I said something racist, but it was unbeknownst to me. So I'm not an asshole. Uh, but I guess we'll move on. But that, yeah, is that weird? Is that, cause, I, oh, and by the way, people, she has a cousin who runs an inn in the shadow of Bran Castle, which is Dracula's castle. That she said in the shadow. Like in the when shadow. the sun comes down, when, when the sun is no, going. I don't down, know if literally it's in the shadow. I but, bet it is. But I mean, it's in the village that surrounds the castle. And she said, if you go, well, this is before I dropped the G word on her. I, yeah, she might be going, you're never going to that end, She goes, bitch. I will hook you up, and and you know what, you can stay there. You know, maybe we'll get you some free nights and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, sweet, you know, that'd be cool. Because, you know, and then I looked up air flight, and it's like a grand, and I'm like, thinking, yeah. well, you know, that's not too bad. I mean, you know, it's, I mean, it's a grand, but guess where I get to go and shit like that. Plus, all maybe sorts zombie of- zombie TV will send us to Romania. Yeah. <laughs> okay, huh? All right, let's hold our breath for that uh-huh. one, shall we? Anyway, uh, anyway, sorry. I, Here we are in Romania, in the shadow of the castle. <laughs> but we'd have to pimp out the uh, we'd have to pimp out the inn because we are staying there for free and shit. Oh, of so, course. Uh, let, let, wait, I'll tell you what we're not going to do. What? We're not going to bring B tow truck to film anything. No. That's what we're not going to do. No, we can't do that. Nothing. We had B-tow? some good. We had some good damn video from that uh, Voodoo Organ show. Yeah. But Brian had it on his phone, so and it's, it's poop. <laughs> And it's sideways to boot. Oh, it's like it looks like it came off a VHS from nineteen seventy five. Nineteen seventy five. Did did VHS and it's sideways. So I was looking at it like that. (laughs) Well, that doesn't look good at all. I can't even look at it like upright. Uh, But I still love him. Oh, don't we all love him? He's got like a uh, uh, he's got one of those Galaxy Twos or whatever. The the Uh, no, I don't. I can't remember what it is, but but it should. Put, I mean, because I, because I have a. It should be because I was like, that's his phone's like twice the size of mine, and I'm like, this no, looks horrible. About size. Just it's like it King looks Roberts. horrible. Yeah. And it's did, sideways. Did he? What? Did he put at least put it up? Because you can. Throw and it's up. got the number thing running down the side, and then it kind of fades out, like. Yeah, like an old VHS. No way. Yeah, I'll I wonder send if you the video. I wonder it's, if it's some kind of mode then, because that's maybe weird. I'll put it up now just, just to go, put it up. <laughs> that's horrible. Just to put it up now. Now that the cat's out of the bag. Yeah, let's, I'm let's, sorry. Uh, tow truck. Oh, I we love, love you to death. We love him. Good God, man. Uh, I I think we just do way too much crack right before we start filming stuff. Sometimes you know. Yeah. Well, that was just right off the cuff. Yeah. You're you're getting slapped by the voodoo organist. <laughs> I still I I I have I I've outlined this handprint on my face, so I'm gonna get a tattoo there. Get a tattoo. Put the U in there, or the Y. Oh, oh! I, you just looked at me like the devil. I meant the Y. Put the Y in there. You know what? You're not gonna come back from that. I need I need sensual massages and tan jobs at the break. But you no. know what? Right now, you know what we're gonna do. What? We're gonna get into some voicemails. But before we do, let me mention the question of the episode. Yes. For those who haven't heard before, basically what we do is we want you guys to call and we want the feedback on the show, but we ask poignant questions. Yeah. We want you to call in and give us your answers to these questions, okay? This episode, we asked, what horror celebrity do you love his or her work, but he's a tool? You know, whether you've experienced to see them live or caught some stuff on YouTube or whatever the case may be, the phone number is 385 but... 
we got some voicemails for people who've already called in. Oh yeah, by the way, we also have a contest running at the end of every show. Uh, we have uh, a, a death scene. We play audio to a death scene, so that's why you know somebody may say, "Hey, it's this, it's such and such of a, a thing." Right. So, by by the way, I know for a fact that somebody got that because whenever we get like a call really early, right after I right after put it episode. out, yeah. Boom. And it's like, and it's only like 15 seconds long. I'm like, oh, that whoever that is, just just guess the question of the episode. And but so I will I, juice this one before you leave. I'll I'll set you up with the juicy one, and then you can go through and look in my my troll cast. Yeah, yeah, because I know somebody got it, so I need some stuff to send to this person. Easy I know who piece. it is right now. I'm not saying it's the first person that called, but how, how juicy is this going to be? This is going to be pretty juicy. By the way, you need to give me a book of stamps. I'm not funding this bullshit. There's a, there's a, there's a well, all right. Well, okay. I'll do that. <laughs> book of stamps? No, because, but yeah, book of, or something. Come if on, you postage. do a video where you lick every stamp and put it on there, I will Dude, when's do the last that. time you sent a letter? You don't lick stamps anymore. They're all sticky. Oh, they're sticky? Yeah. Oh. Welcome to the 21st century, bro. Oh, Jesus. Welcome to the new. Oh, Welcome to the new. Isn't that Imagine Dragons or something? Oh, oh, oh. I hate that mother effing band. My wife loves them. She's always playing that stupid shit. But anyway, here we go. There you go. Uh, the first person up is. By the way, Alan got his groove back because not now that we're not he doing it in alphabetical back. order, he still called in first. And let's see if he got the right question or the answer to the question of the episode. Shall we? Okay. Mike Shane, what's up? So what's uh, death up? scene. Prom Night 2, Hello, Mary Lou. Uh, oh. That's a good flick. Dude. I liked it. I've got it. Dude. Hmm. He said, uh, on he to said the Prom Night 2? P2, Mary Lou. Dick Horror Celebrity. Never met him, and I'm sure this will come up a lot, but I've heard Tom Savini is a total cock gobbler. I've heard that, too. Tom, if you're listening, that's just what I've he heard. Want, he wants a homosexual. Cock goblin. Cool guy. <laughs> Uh, but that's just he's talented. Clever. Can we just say he's talented? Oh, wait, that was the town that uh, yeah, Troll Two Cock Goblin. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so Shane, I'm gonna we're gonna throw this to the to the judges here. Okay, okay. Because he said prom night two, hello Mary Lou. When in fact it is hello Mary Lou prom night two. I'll give him the prize. All right, Christ. Ding 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 ding. Alan's Radio All right, so Station, Alan, go K-Bear ahead and email me. K-Bear 101. Really? Danger, danger. Let's get naughty, naughty, naughty. All right, I'll take it. Uh, okay, so Alan. Remember Uncle Nasty? Oh, on K-Bear, yeah. Uncle uh, Nasty's going to come down there and fill your mama's panties. I don't remember him ever saying that, but it, that would be something that I would assume that a dude named Uncle Nasty would say. Alan, send me your address to Mike at CorpseCollective.com. I will send your shit out. Vanna, tell him what he's won. You have won some DVDs and some CDs and a sticker. We're not sure yet what it is. Yeah, it's going to be a love package. You know, I was going to add a couple. Uh, to I, I sent out Wolfies. And I'm going to throw in a uh, vinyl. Okay, well, okay. Before you, before you get to the vinyl shit, let me just say, I was going to throw in a vinyl for Wolfie, which I sent out, uh, I think, on Wednesday. I think I still sent it out on Wednesday. Uh-huh. Uh, but... The packaging, the vinyls are big, you know? Yeah, so that, that's, the, it's kind of a weird... Well, well maybe we'll hold off on the situation. Maybe they... I don't know. The, the vinyl, I get you. Because yeah, that is kind of hard yeah, to ship. Yeah, yeah. So let's throw some CDs, some stickers, and a DVD. A special, lovely DVD. Impaler? No. What? 
This is going to be uh, from courtesy of uh, RottenCotton.com. It's going to be Black Devil Doll. Black Devil Doll. <laughs> I'm going to throw that in. <laughs> There's a lot of titties in that. So you know. By the way, do you know that a girl that stars in that as tits and ass, she actually ran for governor of uh, California. Oh, Mary Carey or whatever. Carrie Harry. I don't Harry, know. Carrie, I don't Mary watch Carey. that filth. Oh, come on. Yeah, Mary Carey. Anyway. Something like that. Guess who called in next? Who? Lauren. Lauren. Hi, Mickey Shane. It's Lauren. I just started listening to the episode, and like Wolfie, I'm not through the voicemail. Oh, because I'm going to give you a call now. Uh, I'm sort of refreshed because I did a little camping and horsey stuff in D.C. She so loves I got the horses. New They're tender. They're it's tender. Yoga and horses. Out of the system before I head back. And I'm going to watch Barbarian Sound Studio, and I'm really fucking excited. It's showing in New York. So. Tell anyway, us how you hit. I thought um, it was boring shit. As far as watching stuff on the train, I was wondering, like, yeah, with the, the situation with the, the eel vaginas and your Lady Terminator, because I was watching Curtains coming to, back down on the bus. and um. By the way, I pause it. Curtains. Do you know... That that is a euphemism for pubic hair. I thought it was for lips. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Have you ever heard the Have you ever heard the term? I wonder if the curtains match the drapes. Curtains match the drapes. You never heard that? Oh yeah, I've yeah, got okay, that. But sure. I, I, meat curtains. I always oh, thought that was that, that's just crass. You had to go there, didn't you? It's got that <laughs> lips is my favorite guy in Anvil, agree, by but the it's way. got okay. that sexual kink about it. Um. Definitely like 70s flair. So I'm sitting next to these women who are speaking, I think, Portuguese. I was going to say Armenian. Uh, you know, there's in curtains, like a <laughs> curtains, a fake intruder rape role playing scene. Ooh, they like see that on regular TV, though. And like, there, it's, it's, it's different. It's um, different. You never know. It's different nudity, on the train, but bro. It's this like kink flavor. Ooh. And I was just like, oh, God. あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あ
on Wednesday. But I'm saying, okay, no, no, yes. But listen, yes, me, you did. But, but what I'm saying okay, is go. she may be the only person to ever say, it felt like I was sore. Dude, yeah. by the way, that's all I need. I need and one. That is, I need one that person. That is funny. I need one person to say, but okay, people. Okay. You need one person to go, that's it. I will do it to everyone. Yes. I just want to go ahead, people. And I, and I know that a hug and lift thing is kind of taken on a new meaning since we've been doing the podcast, okay? But if you're going to go out there and you're going to do the hug and lift, can I give you some pointers? Okay. Okay. I'm not going to do it, but you, if anyone wants to do the hug and lift. Uh, well, you couldn't because you're too weak. I didn't mean that, Shane. I'm right. Sorry. Okay. Go I'm ahead. Go, go ahead with. I didn't mean. I'm sorry. Right. Go ahead. Plus, it's my thing. You can't do it. No. If we're out in public, you can't do my shit. I can't do your shit. You no, know I don't. Yeah, I don't want to. Okay. So what are the okay. steps? First of all, mistake number one. Okay. Mistake number one. You're going to start with the mistakes? The mistake. Here's what you don't do. Okay. I'm a tall person. Okay. Um, and it would be my first inclination to just hug somebody and then lift them. But you cannot do that because you cannot grab somebody by the ribs and by the back and lift them. No. What you do is you bend down. You you cut them under the butt. Cradle them. You cradle them so your arms are touching the butt, and it's not your hand, so it's not creepy. It's not like, hey, I'm. It's more of an film. insurance policy yes. that you don't go. You, Wait, they're yeah. calling the cops. So you pick them up from down there, which to them is like that is pain free. I am soaring right there. And Lauren's tall too. Yeah, Lauren. Yeah. It's, so and, you grabbed her well, under the and, buttocks, and uh, I. She was sore. She was sore. Well, she was so, high because she's kind of tall, and then I'm kind of tall. You must have grabbed her right there under the but when buttocks. I, but when I try to do like, like kind of short people, and I'm not going to name names, okay? Right. But when I do short people, I got to go way down. Yeah. I got to go down for that because you don't want to like break somebody's ribs. Downtown Julie Brown. I you got to go get down there. I would love to hug and lift downtown Wait, Julie Brown. You okay? Now what is the to do? This is the you. No, you that's gave what us I'm saying. Don't. I'm saying the meaty part of the body is the butt. Okay, yeah. you don't touch it with the hands because that's sexual harassment. You touch it with the inner arms, the forearms. Which is fine. Smell them later. <laughs> you don't smell. Well, I, I guess you could smell your forearms. That's kind of gross, though. But then you lift from the from the, the from the uh, meaty flesh. The, the yeah, the, yeah. And, and and on top of that, it's not like you have to squeeze real hard because the buttocks are hanging on the forearms. Yeah, indeed. So indeed. it's like you, so that's, they're on a perch. That's how you get the soaring feeling, as opposed to the bone crunching rib killer. Yeah. Okay. That's the no go. I, I just, I just. Now nobody can steal my shit if I'm around. Only I get to give hug and lifts when you know. When and around. if you do, put them on YouTube. Put them in the group. Wouldn't that if be you're funny? doing hug and lifts? If we did hug and lifts, uh, if we did a hug and lift contest, dude. <laughs> dude. Yeah, that would be good. Dude, we should we should get a real sweet kick ass prize. Send pack all lawsuits to Mike. No, no lawsuits. Uh, Lauren, I'm sorry I cut you off. Here you go, baby. To wait for the magic of the experience. So that, that was why. Magical. Soaring anyway, magical. Up, fuckers. So I'm going to listen to the rest of the episode. Love you guys. She was talking about Pawnee Pool at that point. Yeah. She wasn't talking about magic. Like hi, Mike. It's Lauren again. I'm glad you she didn't, didn't say hi, pick Shane. up because you thought I was calling you as a personal call. Um, I got, I got to explain that because I accidentally, when I was changing the, the message, I was like, hi, you know, usually it's, hey, thanks for calling the bone phone, leave your message. Yeah. Right. You know, I changed it because on our, uh, on our site and on our business card and stuff like that, we put, hey, you've reached the number for Corpse Collective Films and the Corpse Cast. Right. So I changed it, but I accidentally took it off, uh, do not disturb. So it actually rings my phone because it's a Google phone number. Uh-huh. And I noticed that I missed a call from my texture. I'm like, is there something wrong, sweet lady? 
Oh. And she's like, no, I'm just leaving a, a message, you asshole. Oh. Uh, yeah. So but, you cut her off. No. She was oh, no, going to no. leave the message. Oh, no, no. I, I was I was probably T and a D or something. Oh. And I missed the whole call. So, oh. So thankfully, she left her message, whatever. But, yeah, so there you go. But, you know, that's where we get our voicemails from. It all works out that way. Mm-hmm. And if I if I have like a personal emergency, I'll text like SOS help now. And I will help you, anyway, lady. Um, yeah, I like I like the new introduction where you uh, you plug your new film company. Yeah. And um, I was just gonna call in now about the question of that episode because oh. you guys mentioned how I'm a procrastinator. Yeah. And Ooh, that's um, hot. Yeah. So just off the top of my head, people who are I seem like it's directors um, who, when you hear about how they are in, in real life, you yeah, yeah, directors are probably the really, either really party, maybe, or just yeah, or disgusted, or don't want to like anything more, whatever. Um, yeah, just off the top of my head, um, Vincent Gallo for being a douche, um, even though I think he's super hot. Um, and as far as the hotness, um, you can still be a douche if you're hot. Kitty Diddler's um, Jeepers Creepers director. Oh, he's not hot. And then uh, Victor Salva for the underage. Um, sex in Roman Polanski. Um, yeah. Roman Polanski being like. Yeah, and he directed The Ninth Gate, which I mean, is a real struggle so for great. me. Ugh, it's like I almost want to make an exception, but I doubt I'll be yeah. watching like Jeepers Creepers again. That's awful. Um, anyway, um, as far as, I don't know, movies that go through too far. Um, oh, this is a random one, but. Um, I had been sick for like four days because you know I get like the stomach sick for end up in the hospital, and I tried to watch Gore Gore Girls special oh, yeah. edition. Um, That's no good. After, um, like while I was eating like for the first time like solid food for the first time in a couple of days, big mistake. I don't know how I feel about the movie now, but I had to turn it off. The part where the skull is just getting like pulverized and like an eyeball popping out, and I was really shocked because it's like just like such lo-fi piece of trash um, filmmaking, but for some reason after having, like, just been violently ill for a couple of days and just starting to eat, it was revolting. Oh, man. And I haven't watched it since. Um, rape stuff um, doesn't so much bother me. I'm more bothered. Well, it, it depends. Like, in horror movies, it sort of depends how it's treated. Um, it's more, it more bothers me in, like, serious real movies. Um, if it's in some weird exploitation universe, be it, like, the camp kind or even, mm. like, the revolting low kind, um, that doesn't bother me. It's when it's done, like, on a more serious, um, yeah. realistic level. Yeah. Um, but generally in horror movies, it's not. Um, yeah. So I avoid normal, serious movies in general. Dude. Um, and, uh, oh. You know what's funny is it sounded like she got GP'd, and she didn't call back. She just kind of went, oh. She's like, oh. But but to her point, there's so, there's so many like sad movies that aren't horror movies. And I'll be honest with you, dude. And I'm going to say this, and I don't mean this in a poor or a critical. I'm not trying to, to bust on it. But horror movies take me out of reality, you know, most of the time. It's like, hey, there you go. It's, this is fun times. You know, this I'm you're I I am escaping from my life for a little while. Not that my life sucks. It's amazing. But you know you know what I mean. Right. But when there's like a like a what was that show? Pay it forward. You ever see Pay It Forward? That no. Shit, man. I freaking bawled my eyeballs out. Never even heard of that. 
Oh, well, it has, has Jalen. I heard Oprah. Osment. Oprah Winfrey used to say, "Pay it forward, everybody." Well, she stole that from the movie, I'm sure. Dude, it had did Jaylee Hol- jo- uh, Haley Joel Osment, the guy the kid oh, the from the Sixth Sense. Dead people, kid. Yeah, exactly. And it just made me sob, dude. But you know what? That's you say that same shit. You throw in some ghosts and shit. That ain't gonna scare me. No, I said ain't. I said shit and ain't. I'm getting. I'm down with the streets. You just gotta start saying kinda. And then you'll be what? right on the... No, no, no. I say kind of enough. I just don't like it when freaking Trent Reznor has a whole song based around kind of. I'm getting a lot of shit for that, by the way. That the fact that I hate the word kind of so much in an established industrial song. I get, I've, I've gotten a lot of shit for that. That's the Utah lingo. Well, of course it is. And that's fine. But when I'm recording kinda my new hit album... Ain't. That's the way we talk here. I know. You got a problem with no, that? No, I don't. I only say ain't when I'm when I'm slumming. Uh, I'm slumming right now. Yeah, slumming. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'll have another piece of pie, and uh, there's no absolute way that I'm going to have another piece of pie. <laughs> I don't. I don't know where you're. Ain't going nobody to. gonna have none of that pie. No. What about? What about? Uh, and I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for bronchitis. Ain't, yeah. ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, okay, we're moving on. Uh, Anthony from Baltimore, Maryland. Oh, my Anthony. Home of the Baltimore Ravens with the greatest tight end in football history, Dennis Pitta. Nothing on the Mikey Dennis Pitta. Shane, uh, Anthony here. Uh, that was a, uh, a killer episode. Um, well, of which I'm a little that, embarrassed uh, about. You guys should definitely do every episode, like at least one or two minutes of uh, old school rap with uh, Shane on the beatbox. That, that was that was just right. Dropping on How about the- some uh, easy A on us. But, uh, that was so um, bad. That was yeah, so man, bad. It's kind of coincidental. Uh, I actually just saw um, Marilyn Manson and Alice Cooper. Oh, you asshole. I'm not into Marilyn Manson at all. Who isn't? I'm not really that into Alice Cooper, Dude. but I do like some of his music. And uh, I got I to gotta pause it right now. He's talking about Alice Cooper, right? And we just did the album Raise Your Fist and Yell. I just looked at your fridge, and you've got the words in those, like, letters, magnetic letters. Gale. Gale. It's the only letters that were on the fridge. And I went, hey, that's Gale. Oh, how about that, dude? Or wait, no. No, there's W and no, a dude, and wait. There. I and totally, a I totally forgot. One night, I went to sleep. There's no one else in the house. Uh-huh. My son was with his mother, uh-huh. and I woke up in the middle of the night, and I got a drink of water. Sure. And when I looked at the fridge- It said Gale. It said Gale. <laughs> what? And it was right after we did that episode. Shut up. <laughs> You're so full of shit. It wasn't me. I didn't and I was up. drinking water, and that song started to kind of play in my head. And I went, wait a minute. But I'm serious. G, G and A are, what is that, red or orange? a ghost and, and an alien or a demon green. in here that did that. No, shut up. There's tons of other yeah, letters up there, dating, by the way. Um, uh, wanted to go to the show, and it was kind of wild because uh, her mom went, because her mom was really in the Alice group. Hey! I never met her before. Your mom? And uh, the mom was hotter than the daughter. Oh. And there was a lot of that going on, man. There was just, like, tons of, like, over 40 women Hotness. there who were just really, over 40 really nice-looking. You know, oh, like, yeah. I guess they're hardcore, like, into their Pilates and all that oh, stuff. But, highlights. Uh, That's what I like to call it. It was a really good show, man. It was, I'm, I'm actually 
Go ahead. That's how you stay in shape. Especially for a guy. Pilates. uh, You know, to still be, you know, rock man like he does. Marilyn Manson was horrible. I saw him Um, with Rob Zombie. He was no peach. The uh, the cell. You followed um, him. After a while, you're like, um, beautiful people. Like uh, Mike was saying, I think that's a movie that doesn't get the attention. Agreed, man. uh, That it deserves. I thought it was pretty pretty badass. Um, Yeah. I haven't seen it in some time, but. I know when it initially came out, I, I really enjoyed it. I think there was and, some uh, kind of hype to it, too, that, back then. Uh, Tarzan Singh, um, if you ever get a chance, check out a, a movie he did called The Fall. Uh, the mm. plot really isn't all that good, but visually it's it's an excellent, excellent movie. Um, huh, interesting. So you guys should check that out. Uh, By the way, Anthony, also, <laughs> Anthony I, I positive you. Anthony sent me an email because... Uh, I talked to he he you know he mentioned some horror like folk music and or stuff like that or not horror necessarily but just kind of macabre. Hey, you said you know? hey, and I send forgot, me a message. And I, he did, and I totally, I totally, uh, I haven't, I gosh, I, I mean, I get a lot of emails and whatnot. That's great, blah blah blah. But I really want to get to that man. I just wanted to say to you, I've got it. I'm going to get to it. Get uh, to it, and you know, thanks for sending it. I guess is what right. I'm talking about Dave Matthews at some point. Oh, Dave so in the Dave Matthews, she forced me to take her to a Dave Matthews concert. I made it through about 10 minutes and then went and sat in my truck and listened to Motorhead while her, oh, her yeah. friends, you know, were... Killed by death, baby. Best God. song, Motorhead. I can't give him shit. I went to a John Michael Montgomery um, concert for a for chick. The question of the episode, uh, I guess I've been lucky because pretty much all the people that I've met in real life, he's about to get you. Been really cool, um, especially Tom Savini and Clark. Whoa! Wow, okay, how about that? Day and night. Anthony here again, gentlemen. Um, but as I was saying, uh, you know, pretty much everyone I've met has been really cool. Uh, Tom Savini was freaking awesome. Um, Clyde Parker, oh, super super nice guy. Yeah, he's cool. Uh, you know, didn't mind all the questions I asked him and, you know, was happy to answer and just, just a really good guy. Uh, Bill Mosley, same way. Just like, you know, normal, normal dude. You know, just yeah. uh, really cool. I met him too. Um, He's cool as shit. A buddy of mine did meet uh, Eli Roth. I think it was at a convention in Philadelphia, I believe, and said that he was a complete dick. Oh, right. Yeah, he seems but like a dick. I think you kind of get that vibe from him, from like yeah. interviews and, and that sort of thing. Because uh, he cried that, that yeah, man, I guess, I guess I've been Postal 2 didn't make any monies because um, of piracy. F him. That's about it. Again, man, awesome episode. And, uh, you know, keep dropping that old school rap on us. Uh, <laughs> that ain't going to happen. I'll be well. Thanks, Anthony, for calling. I'm sorry, but I'll tell you what. I was, we were, both of, I think both of us were in a rare mood last week, man. I mean, I. <laughs> I, you know what? You know what's so funny is you started that, and, and I started like getting the regulators in my head right now. I was about to drop some regulators, dude. But then I no. GP I'm not doing... busted some shit with Fat Boys. They are the kings of the beatbox. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you're you're good, dude. You're good. Remember? You, okay. You know what's so funny? This last week we we're hanging out at uh, the DMD practice room, right? And we got the we got the master of the drum set right here, Shane Diablo. Okay. But I'm like, hey, Shane, you mind if I go ahead and, and sit down and, and take a little turn? 
I did I did my thing, you know. I did my thing. Yeah, you busted it. I've got I, that I video. I've got good video on my phone. Oh, do you? I okay. just got to put it up on the internet. So I, bu- I busted some drums, okay. And you know what? Shane did something. He he said something. Said, you know what, son? You got a long way to go. But you're but doing all right. That's not bad. You've got a rhythm. But there's there's a rhythm there. Like you can tell, Jeremy from Birds. Oh God, really? Fifteen years later, you still suck ass. <laughs> you, you you're not improving i really so to go from never do it to sure where you're at yeah not bad i feel like i feel like uh the fat boys would come to you and be like son that's a start shit yeah but you got a little way to go (laughs) 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 speaking of burts on wednesday beto (laughs) called in a couple times serious oh this guy guys how the fuck are you good yeah, just God, man, what a long fucking episode! Holy uh, shit! And we were in the air for twenty minutes of it. What, man? Little diversions and just fucking absolute hilarity. <laughs> Love it. God, it's, it's so you know, embarrassed to that one. To, to hear such great things like your testicles calling in. I mean, a testicle <laughs> that was so good. Is, is Peaches, my sack called in. I couldn't believe that. <laughs> So Must have done it while I was awesome. sleeping. Oh yeah, and uh, you you don't give any time off when you're awake. It's other. weird though. I put you my know, cell phone by my ball sack when I go to sleep. I'm glad that we got that. It's weird. <laughs> when I lay down in bed, I just I slide it right under my nuts. <laughs> I like I need my like, phone to be warm and moist all night. Let's yeah. go ahead and put it down. <laughs> I pause, Peto. You know, um, Chris, um, just. You know, oh, God, the war. Oh, I don't know what you really expected me to feel about that, but I just don't really give a fuck. I mean, honestly, I've it's got war shitty building. taste in music. Don't fucking take my word for it. And then again, maybe I can't say you've got shitty taste in music because you make such beautiful music. Oh, there goes the war. Shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm an asshole, so don't fucking take oh. anything I have to say. Oh, we really let him down there. Oh, come on. The finest grain of salt. I mean, fuck. Um, the hell else was I going to talk about? Yeah, there? but there wasn't really a war because... Oh, oh, Chris Alice loved Cooper. the Violent Fams and so did B Tow Truck. Yeah, but you know what? You can in that always, episode, I was like, oh, You yeah, can always there's... find something to fight about. If you want a war, yeah. you can get a war, bro. War Ensemble! <laughs> ensemble. Uh, Sorry. Ensemble. Yeah, that's like, that's, that's my fucking Alice Cooper right there. That's Kane Roberts? Raise your fist. Dude, and yes. That's it should be everybody. He's the greatest guitarist that Alice Cooper ever played with. That's my Alice right there, nice. man. That's the fucking music I love. It nice. is. However, I still find myself going like back before. I don't know before I was even fucking born. That yeah. Million dollar Alice Cooper show, one of the greatest live albums yeah, ever. Yeah, I love sure. me some Alice Cooper. I could I could go on about that all day, but I won't. So you know, you guys went on enough. I do believe. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry, folks. And the cell. I yeah. didn't think you guys could actually make it like completely interesting for me to listen to you talk about the cell. You don't like the cell? It was really hard for me to watch the movie. I mean, Jennifer Lopez, she's great to fucking look at. Yeah. That's Especially about back it then. I mean, I can't stand it. Really? Talks. I mean, okay. Really, if I were in a relationship with her, I, she would have to be blowing me most of the time just so she shut the fuck up. That's just how like Mia Farrow with uh, Frank Sinatra. Uh, but she's hot looking. <laughs> yeah, she ain't ugly. Hot looking. Um, but yeah, The Cell is one of those movies to me that, man, 
it could have been a really good fucking movie. But you gotta remember the time. The little though. cheese fucking cornball shit in there. That I I just wasn't I don't know, it kept taking me kinda out you got of GP'd. it. And, I don't know. Cheese ball corn. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't remember any bone, bone, yeah, I don't, I don't cheese ball corn. I don't remember you. I went too far. He probably was on here. crack. But anyway, yeah. Fuck, where was I? Oh yeah, I was talking about cheese ball corn. Uh, so yeah, it was that was one of those movies I guess I was kind of ambivalent about. Like it Ooh. could have been a better movie. But it also could have been a worse movie. Mm-hmm. I guess it wasn't that bad. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Ambivalent? It's a Nevermore song. It again. Give it another chance because it, it has been some number of years. Uh, maybe I've matured to the point. I, you where know, I, I liked it better back then than I do now. J Lo's mouth. J Lo wasn't such a crazy huge person, bitch either. Though. Like not oh, huge in size. Like fucking fame. Oh, yeah, I digress. Oh. Anyway, guys, uh, Wednesday night we really should be together doing something. So. <laughs> Yeah, well, we were. Shane, I'm calling you. Mike, you and I have talked. Shane, you and I have talked yeah. already about this. I'll see you fuckers later. And <laughs> uh-huh. I'll see what goes down. And then I'll talk to you again real soon. Oh, yeah. You gotta love the Beto. You gotta, the, you gotta love the, him. The tit. You know, he's just, I mean, it's funny because, you know. T to the double you, o, you, you gotta give U. him a lot of credit because, you know what, he puts up with our bullshit. Jesus, I, he does. I feel like that we're like, hey, by the way, we need somebody to come film our show for us. Why don't you come down? And then, and then we're like, hey, we need somebody to film a commercial for it. And then all we do is give him shit for helping us out. And all we can do is pay him in hot sacks and free drinks. That's all I got. It's, it's hot sex and free drinks are the only thing that I can afford to give. That's fine. Sex is free, though. You're welcome, Brian. <laughs> oh, come on. Hot sex. I love to. You know, we got to. Hot we, sex and lift and hugs. Come on. That should I, be But enough. you know what the problem is? I probably haven't given him a, a hug and lift. For, it's hug and lift, by the way, not lift and hug. You well, I call knave. them the lift and hugs. No, you don't. That's not what they're called. That's not what they are. So, you know, you don't well, call, you don't call, call a freaking apple. Right now, oh, I yeah. call them lifting hugs. That that's hurt, what that, I call it. You know what? Then I don't know what you're I've talking decided, about. I don't, I don't even know what that is. That's what I call them. I don't know what that is. But uh, I can't even remember what I was going to say because that whole argument that we just had right there. But, you know, we have a new caller to call them. No way. Get I'm, out of town. I'm going to go ahead and assume that this is not his real name, but a person named Bloody Turd called in. Oh, if that's wow. his, like God give like like his parents is like yeah. it's like they christened him at like a Catholic yeah. and bloody turd you know cross and he and, shall be bloody turd from now on out. <laughs> hey Mike and Shane, hey. hey guys, it's me, bloody turd. It's my first call. Yes, uh, missed a few shows. What? I'm kind of a seasonal listener. I walk my dog and listen, and can't oh. do that really in the winter. Sure. Oh, let's see. I tell you, I'm a real com- commentary hound. Uh, my favorite of all time. One I've listened to so many times I can't even stand it. Oh. Was um, Cabin Fever had five commentary tracks. Really? And five? My favorite was... That's enough to kill a woman. Eli Roth and Ryder Storm, or Ryder Strong. Ryder Strong, though. He was, was in enjoyable. Boy Meets World, so he's Eli okay Roth with me. Eli Roth was interesting because he didn't even talk about the movie. He just talked about his experiences in Hollywood, etc. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, let's see. I've got a lot of others. Shoot, maybe I should just write those in. <laughs> anyway... Um, Jesus. Oh, yeah, the other thing. I really like the beginning of that show. Oh. Your show. Yeah, thanks. 
when it says this is only a podcast. That's Stephen Thompson. Only a podcast. That was his voice. I love how yeah, that just sizzled out. Yeah. So fucking perfect. Thanks, man. Anyway, I'm the one who said Mike is annoying all the time. I'm oh, sorry, yeah. Mike, but you have like a way overcharged exuberance of a new father, and it just. Yeah, I do. I don't know if it had any place. I, I missed that. What did he say? Okay, so basically, he's saying that I irritate him. Okay, oh, that's and, understandable. You know, I, you know, and which is something that I can totally. I wonder if I, you know. I wonder if this is a new one, or if this is that same guy on the Facebook group that finds me irritating. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder. It, you know what? I'm going to go ahead. I'm, I'm kind of lost. I didn't see anyone on the Facebook. Oh no, dude! I can't, oh, what's his name? There's one guy on the Facebook group. He, I mean, you see, he, he's very respectful. I want some new callers to call in and talk about how irritating I am, because there's got to be Dude, at least 40. No, because no, you're, you're beautiful. You got, you're beautiful. Okay, that's what's... No, but it's listen, true. But listen, I assume... That, I'm going to go ahead and assume it's a different guy. Gosh, I Bloody can't. turd is a new hater. I hope so. Well, I don't hope. Well, I, mean, I, I don't I, think he's... Because you know me, I'm a nice person. I, did, I like to you, be nice you, to everyone. You, you uh, irritate him. That's found. It's like it's like a it's like it's like your penis. Oh, if you get an irritation on your ball sack or in the hole in your your urethra, urethra, what do they call it? Aretha Franklin. Urethra. If you get it in your Aretha Franklin, and it's like, oh, there's something itchy. You don't hate your penis. You just hate that itch. So maybe you can do something to fix that. Uh, apparently, apparently, his irritation. I, I think I'm a little over exuberant, is what he's saying. Oh, which, okay. I, you know what? I blame that ginseng last episode, but from there on out, that's all me, baby. Yeah. I'm sorry. I I find myself irritating as well on occasion. So you have you know, to to uh, enjoy yourself to the fullest level. You have to go. And I do this all the time, where I go, <laughs> if I say or if I think this way, people uh, would fucking hate me <laughs> and that is pleasurable to Dude, me i hope you're not trying it, to save my feelings because i i'm okay with it man i know but i'm oh, just okay. saying well thank you. i enjoy my irritant factor I, I never find you irritating shane bullshit i think you're, i never oh, do bullshit we've had plenty of okay move Every on once in a while but you know like i can see you guys work very hard and no we don't it's a great podcast together well i appreciate it but and you also boost shane's Allure. Oh, do we allure. love Shane? Shane, you're the man. What did he say? He, he, like, he said, okay, I pause it. He says, I, I, says, I boost your allure because relative, you're way uh, better than Oh, me. so like, that's, uh, that's what we're saying there. Like Ozone and Turbo. I'm more Turbo, you're more Ozone. I don't know what you're talking about. He's the locker in the break, breaking, and I'm Turbo <laughs> that busts the moves. <laughs> you know, that's a, probably a pretty good. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, I just heard Allure. Yeah, sure. That's okay. You know, that's cool, a nice man. place to go. Sh- Have you ever been to Allure down downtown? No. Like it's kind of like. Wait, wait. Is that that place that you work right blue, by that you were bo- gonna you were gonna boutique. get those whacking machines it's that you kinda, never got? It, I'm gonna get them. No, I no. Okay, you didn't want to talk about this online. You didn't want to talk about this on the podcast, but now we are. I'm gonna go down and buy you a Jack 2000. Whoa, whoa, whoa. By the way, you Jack- brought it out. So, <laughs> no, I, yeah, you said, I, well, dude, I'm not going in there. No, I said, I'm not. You said it's amazing. Allure. It's great. All I was going to say. It's great. And I'm like, there's no way I'm walking into one. And of I shops. said, I'll buy you one. They're fantastic. I, look at me. I am too demure and listen, classy for listen, that. Listen, no. What I was going to say is Allure yeah. is like Blue Boutique, a little bit higher. And it's not as really? chains, uh, whips and dips and okay. candle wax on the nipples. You I, know? I like the way you're diddling your nipples. But what, right I, what I'm telling you is. 
there's some hot chick. If you go into a blue boutique, no. If or I go in there, I'm gonna be way or, too shy. Uh, I won't even be able to enjoy. I will get that for you. I don't. Is that weird to have? No, I can't have a dude buying me a jerking thing. Come hey, on, it happened to me. That I said I will okay. not do that. I will not that go in there. Then I went. Okay. You know what? I will. I will go in there to no, re- too, replenish my my. You, you got to realize, dude, I I am just I am a spring flower. You brought it up. I can't walk in. Oh, I brought it up. All right. All right, blood turd, bloody turd. Here he is. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good uh, right. See ya. Thanks, man, dude. See, no, you know what? First time caller. First of all, let me let me tell you something. Let let me let me explain something about how much I appreciate bloody turd's call. Uh huh. He doesn't care for me, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But you know, he was respectful in explaining that he didn't care for me. Sure. So it's like you know, as far as you're not coming out and being like, oh, you a hoe. Or, you know, yeah. you know, whatever. That's, I just, I appreciate him just, he was being honest. He was being frank. So, and he was like, whatever. So, so what? That, I am very, uh, that I feel like I've been respected, even though he doesn't like me, which is fine. Right. So, what, what we can take from this, yes. I mean, if we're using our Columbo skills. He ain't a troll, is what I'm saying. I said ain't if we're if, if If we're kind of using <laughs> our Columbo skills here, uh-huh. he's not a young dude. Because a young dude would go, you're a fucking poo poo face. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So he's an older guy that Maybe. goes, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to relay this information. That was nice. Yeah. Good for him. And I don't care for you and what you do. And you know what? Good I, sir, fine sir. And you know what? I do not have any problem with people who don't care for me. You want to know why? Because I live with me. I understand what it must totally. be like to be around me. Oh, my God. I can only imagine the shit that I put people through every day. <laughs> Just with myself because I go, that is... That is fantastic what I just sat there, <laughs> and I can just see people going, I hate you and wish you would die. Well, we're, I, you know, I just hope I don't die because but, of their wish. But is it weird that I enjoy that kind of feeling? Huh? Like where it's like I walk off like Bill Cosby going, I just. <laughs> Once you piss somebody off. I just off? made so I know they're behind me right now <laughs> saying, I fucking know voodoo, and I want you to die. And I go, I can't help that uh, feeling. Great, dude. I, you know what? It's I, like what you were talking about with the car crash. Oh, yeah. I was going, you're a bastard, till you said she looked over and started, started crying. crying. Yeah. Then I go, yeah. yeah. You know, you're right. You are kind Ding. of a bastard. You know what? You just happen to be a bastard that aligns with bloody and turds. She, uh, also, his, you know she probably had the worst day of her life to start off. Uh, you're, yeah, because you don't just cry. And that you, makes uh, that takes the, some of the fun away. Do you? You don't? I don't think you just cry. I mean, she was she wasn't like she was sixteen. I mean, she was probably in her forties. So I but, this probably isn't her first rodeo with a car accident. Right. She had a whole day that and there's that some bald bearded asshole laughing at her. God, what a dick! <laughs> I can't help it, but it's okay. What a uh, GP call in. I'm a GP. Hi, uh, probably way too late, but I'm going to shout it away. This scene is, uh, Oh Mary Lou, Palm Night Part 2. See, he's, um, oh, he said Part oh. 2. It's not Part 2. I hope two, I get it because I want Shane Sack. I mean, uh, I want uh, Shane, Shane to send me a, a package. Um, <laughs> whatever, bye. Peaches will sign that for you. By the way, <laughs> by the way, it'll be like Mike with the keyboard and his penis. But bling, 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 bling. <laughs> Dude, what if the voodoo organist played it with his penis? Because he had the feet going. He had his, you know. His, Dude, was, I was amazed by, he was keeping, did you notice he was keeping the beat with his feet? Yeah, he was. I was more impressed with that than his keyboarding and vocal well, skills. Well, only because you just, couldn't see the keyboard, but you could see his feet rocking out. 
Do you think he's got like some good, comfortable shoes that he walks around in? Maybe, I mean, but he wasn't wearing shoes when he was playing. Well, he no, had, he not when he was playing. Feet. But I mean, you got to He's probably pretty sensible. You're right. Insured his feet. Hey, these are fucking weapons. If I don't have my feet, what if he loses? What if he gets the the beaties and he has to lose his legs? <laughs> he's got to get that drummer back. I said, "Where's Robin?" He said money it was tight and it's like well here at wednesday night at Burt's, i can see why you're not you know packing them in but uh th- that makes sense though uh, well, it's like wednesday yeah you know i just i thought it was because where's he from by the way because you, you know you know him he played at jeremy's wedding you, you don't know where he's from but he's yeah, not from somewhere here. we know no. that then we had another band on a wednesday I night say from- midwest somewhere he's from somewhere yeah because he seems angry and i think a lot of people in the midwest are angry because they feel so like uh uh, put upon, you and, know, from the, from you know, the, and my you know, answer to anyone that's angry in the Midwest, Breaking Benjamin. I don't know what that listen is. to Breaking Benjamin albums. Uh, I don't, I don't really, I'm not, I'm not from there. So I guess I don't have to listen to that. Thank goodness. That's an inside joke, but it's just Breaking Benjamin can <laughs> all solve right. all your problems. Oh, yes, yeah. But then we had the guys from Arkansas come in on a Wednesday night. And you know what? They were going up to Boise on a Thursday night. They didn't yeah. even have a gig there. They were just going to go show up and be like, hey, can we play here tonight? Yeah. It's life on the road. Man, I felt their pain, dude. It is rough I, yeah, and I've, tough. I'll bet. I've never been there, so I don't know. I just, well, plus, I wasn't feeling And on much. top of that, when we were touring, we didn't have cell phoneage and, and just right. Facebook. No. Right. It was uh, harder than that. So those guys are going, yeah, we're going up to the punk house, some punk house that yeah. we can go hang out at. They were young men, though. I mean, they were like, they were probably in their early 20s. I asked him. He said he was like 23, 25. Yeah, so it's like, you know what? If you're that age, you can put up God some shit. bless you, son. Yeah, they're still, they're, they're they're carrying the torch. And you know who else is carrying the torch for the voicemails? The Wolfie. Oh, I'm a wolfster. God damn it. Oh, wait. Did he butt call us? Oh. He did. <laughs> And he's at the same drive-through window. I'll take uh, some. You know, you know what's so funny is I don't even like listen to his anymore to see who it is. I just say, "Oh, it's from such and such Wisconsin." I know that. What does he got? Some. It's Queen. Uh, That's a Queen. <laughs> no way. We are the champions. Wait, 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 wait. Maybe he meant to do this because he won the last trivia, or whatever that was. Hey there, hey, guys. The Wolfman oh. calling in. Uh, blame Mike for that little musical interlude. My mistake. Want, but uh, in honor of Shane's desire not to hear Queen covers that much, I figured I'd give you all the original. Oh, oh so yeah, there baby. is Thank some you. band I say get to do Queen covers. That's a story for another day, or maybe a Facebook post. Oh, either one. Don't um, go crazy. Go. On the incredibly yep. off chance that nobody else has gotten it yet, and this is why I waited until Friday to call in to give everybody else the best chance I could. Yeah. Dude, we I got it Saturday. The best scene from last episode was Hello, Mary Lou from Night 2. He is the first person to get it exactly right. Our chance right. happened to be the first yes. person to call that one in. Go ahead and give the prize to whoever's second because, frankly, they deserve it more than I do. Why? I got last week. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I said that one. Um, anyways. God damn it, Mike. Give me one of those. I those did enjoy the huh? album from last week. God that was a 
fun little one, though I don't know that I care for every song on it quite as much as Mike. Mike. I, I definitely loved the first few, and I went out and bought that one shortly after oh, cool. the episode. Congrats to you. Nice. For owning it. As for the question of the week, I really don't know that much about uh, various assholes who are uh, <laughs> on the convention scene, because most of the people I really want to meet are the ones like Robert England and were he alive, Vincent Price, sure. were, from, by all accounts, absolutely wonderful people. Gentlemen's. wonder if they've and, had bad uh, days at conventions. Yeah. Well, everybody alive, has, right? Goodness. Ghoul Town is one case where it sounds like they're not such great folks, but can't really speak to that one. Oh, really? Since I haven't met him myself, the band? heard what Johnny had to say. Johnny, oh, yeah, that's, right, about, that's right. Uh, though on the subject of guys who turn out to be assholes at conventions, I actually thought of this when you reviewed Potty Cool, but maybe that was the problem Derek Mears was having. I mean, you think about it, and basically Mike walked up to him. He was in a daze. He started saying, Mike, like. Dice. Oh, no, that wasn't and Derek Mears, on, dude. when Mike saw him next, he was in a rage and looked like... Dude, by the way, that wasn't Derek Mears. That was Andrew Bynarski. Yeah, Bynarski. Uh, yeah, so that was him. He, he so. wanted to fight. Yeah, but it was it was. But here's the thing: he probably got it mixed up because it was a, a horror icon in a remake. Because right. he because Bynarski was uh, Leatherface. But anyways, Wolfie called back. The voicemail doesn't like that I turned off the music in the background again. <laughs> Hardy, anyway, har, har. Uh, but like I was saying, I mean, next time Mike sees him, he's in a frothing rage and. This guy big, too. I have seen him before that. Derek Mears is going, Mike, like, dyke, like one of those folks from Pontypool. Mike's like a pike on a dike. You know, Mike, you might just be the reason why we have a viral outbreak that brings about the end of humanity. Congratulations! (laughs) Um, Last week's question of the episode, what albums or videos would you go throwing at folks? How? He got... He got GP'd and didn't call back too. That's the second one today. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's all. I, that's all I got from him. He didn't want to bother. He's, no, like, he's, he's like, oh yeah, they don't. Yeah, I don't. Like, I don't spent. have the energy for these mothers. But we got one more voicemail. Let's get into that real quick. Finish this off. Uh, okay. Jake the Snake. Oh, the Jake. Hey guys, <clears throat> Jake the Snake. Rolling and out the snake, the all, big boy. Together on. Oh, there's the Beavis. <laughs> I listened to the uh, latest episode, kind of late work related. Yeah, but so I imagine I'm too late for the uh, death scene. But I'll guess anyway, just in case. Hello, Mary Lou, prom night too. Hey, yeah, you're late, buddy. Music and movie selection, Alice. Uh, glad you picked a better album this time. And so I've been wanting to catch that. For a while, I'm probably gonna bump it up on Netflix thanks to this. Bump it. Ben Swan's in it, man. I think Ben Swan's suck it. He's a Bears fan. Rub it. Yeah. Bump it. Bears fan. Greatest quarterback ever, Jim McMahon. Of the episode of Celebrity, you like and heard. They're kind of a tool. More experience that they're a tool. Well, I guess from my only, (sighs) yeah. Convention Wait, that's his comfort zone. So yeah. far, he's, he's returning yeah, there. I've only I've always heard that Savini's a douche, but yeah. I luckily caught him on a good day. I caught him I too. Said. He was okay. He wasn't like then, fantastic, uh, but he was okay. My real answer would be well. Let me just say he wasn't exactly a tool. I mean, 
I didn't leave his table going, oh, my God, what a douchebag. <laughs> but uh, when I went to see Sid Haig, I, I don't know if I told this one, not yet. Oh, no, Gave don't, don't tell me, bro. about Tor Hound. Oh, no. But uh, when I went to see him, you know what I mean? It was the very last day of Tor oh, Hound. He was probably and, tired because Captain you know, Spaulding is nice. I imagine he was just tired as shit. He's getting know? old, he, too. He he's getting really he, old. He's no spring chicken. Okay, there you go. He's not a ladies' and man either. It's got like, the picture taken with him. I mean, you could just look this up on my Facebook or Twitter. I mean, when I saw other pictures of people with him, you know, he's making the captain's baldy face, but yeah. he can tell in my picture. He's just like, yeah, yeah, let's just get this done. <laughs> yep, yep. But, you just know, put 20 again, in the fishbowl over there and get over here. Like that. I mean, I'm not angry, and... At the end of the day, dude, I got to meet Captain Spaulding. That's, That's good all point. I care about. Uh, gonna make another convention experience really soon. Uh, hope I don't run into some douchey people there. I don't know, but he'll make some interesting stories, that for sure. And that's all for today. Goodbye. Dude, Jakes, thank you so much for calling in, Jake, man. Thank you, for everybody, for calling in. Everyone, every week, bless you and bless your families yeah, and life. Yes, I hope that you all find luck and joy and happiness. And Dude, I, I have a heart. I I think I would enjoy the experience better if I was like I met Robert England at a bar or something well, where I was like, oh, because you know you weird with just meeting no, it someone. Is, it is kind of weird. Because let me, let me. I mean, I, I've been to a couple of horror conventions. Like, yeah, you pay them their twenty bucks, but I mean, even with uh, Doug Bradley and whoever else, yeah, it was weird during the day. But at night, when they're at the bar and we were just hanging out talking, that was that was way better. Right, I, I would feel more comfortable with yeah. that because. There's nothing you're ever going to say to them no. when you throw your 20 bucks no, in that, to ask them to go, hey, it's our time here, my $20, it's right. our time. Nothing you could ever to, ask to is going to go, ah, no, I've that, never been asked that before. What does it feel like to wear the Freddy glove? Right. Well, and some people do- It feels like there's some it, knives on your hand. Some people do it better. Some people well, do it well, worse. Well, here's the thing. When I go up there and I pay the 20 bucks, I'm going because, you know what? I mean, you're right. There's no way we're going to we're gonna like uh, forge a lifelong relationship. But you know what? It's like I'm, I, I want my effing shiz signed, and I want a picture with you. You know what? If you can give me that, to me, it, it's worth 20 bucks. It's not worth 20 bucks for everybody. Right. But, you know, for I did Sid Haig and Doug Bradley and Bill Mosley and Tom Savini right. and, you know, just kind of all those guys. It's worth it to me. But, I mean, I have no delusions. You know, I don't think – I think most people don't. It would just be uncomfortable to me. But it's, go, it's uh, I don't know. And I thought it would be too till you get there. But it's all cool because everybody's there just kind of chilling out. And, and you got to show up with like a thousand bucks in your pocket. Yeah. 20 bucks a pop, 25, well, 30 yeah, bucks a pop. Well, yeah, but the thing is, is, I mean, even though there's a hundred people there, you don't you don't care about like the, the chick who was on the fifth row in the movie theater and the movie Popcorn because she showed up in 1991 in a slasher movie. You don't care about her. You don't give I her probably care more about her because she's probably only three or four bucks. No, she's 20. It's like, she, dude. I think there's a union. I think the chick, a, you don't know her? That's I what think you there's show a union the people. that they're dude, all like, yeah. See her in the background, popcorn. She's on the fifth row. I got her <laughs> autograph. What do you think of that? No, but the thing is, is in, so I kind of go in there thinking, eh, you know, here, I'm going to get my shit going. But, you know, then you've run into somebody like Derek Mears, who's totally cool, and who will sit there and talk to you and talk to you how, like, baldness is a brotherhood. Right. You know, even though I have a beard and, and eyebrows and... 
sure. other hair on my body and stuff. Tell me, okay, you 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 do your list first. Here's the thing, I don't, I don't have much. It's funny that I that I came up with this question because besides Bernarski, I've had nothing but good experiences, right? I mean, I haven't been to a ton of horror conventions, stuff like that. You know, maybe you could count it all in one hand and whatnot. Uh, but I heard Danzig's a dick. I heard that Glendale, like, have you ever seen that YouTube video where he, like, starts a fight with some guy? Fuck he, you, motherfucker. And he gets his yeah. ass beat uh. down. And I've heard that he's kind of a baby when it comes, oh, you know, I gotta go on stage here and all this. You know, whatever. I don't care. But that's all hearsay. Yeah. You know what's so funny is, is when I'm thinking about this, I'm like, I cannot come up with anybody who I think is an asshole that I, you know. Uh, but I can think of somebody who's been a total awesome kick-ass dude. Who? Uh, Don, you remember Don, you don't know uh, Don Shanks, do you? He was, he was uh, Michael Myers, I think in, in, in the two uh, Halloween sequels that were filmed here, I think it's four and five, he played Michael Myers, and he was actually in Silent Night, Deadly Night, with, he was, he was, and that's the only time you really, the only time in a movie I've seen his face, uh, he was in Grizzly Adams too as the Indian guy. Oh. Yeah, so. No, but okay, so we're going to. It's doing, kind of weird that I kind of have a flashback at Grizzly Adams and go, hey, I think I might know who you're talking about. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, we, we go to the Hookah Lounge here in Salt Lake, and, yeah. uh, you know, we're, we're, doing, we're doing a model search for the Salty Horror Film Festival, and thankfully I get to go to the VIP room. <laughs> and me, it was just me and him, and, you know, he's just he just sat there and we just chatted back and forth. He was like totally an awesome dude. Yeah. But you know, so that's like, oh, hey, kick ass, man! You're you're awesome, you know. And that, so that's I don't really have any shitty ones, but I have a couple that were like. But other than that bastard Texas Chainsaw, nah, you know, he was a bastard. And though. I don't know if he was a bastard or if he was just like so. Wha- I mean, let me tell you something. If he, if he would have been like, here, give me my twenty bucks. Here you go. You know, I would have been like, oh, cool, Andrew Barnarski. He was in the program back when I was in high school. That's great. You know, whatever. But because that we we were big dudes and we connected on that level, and he scared the shit out of me a couple times while we're there, uh, you know, we've we, I, I feel there's a little connection there, even though he doesn't know who the hell I am. Right. You know, but still, but you cool can stories. feel that. You can feel that. Sure. Sure. Dude, I've got one giant hate, and I and he to this day is a piece of shit. And I've uh, go see episode. I don't know, 17, 18, 19, 20. Is it Lars dad? Ulrich. Oh, yeah, you hate that he guy. He is a little piece of shit. And what, was the that, fa- what was that club called? Rafters? Rafters. Yeah. Where you would have fit in. You would have fit in like a glove. Are, this is, is that an insult? No, I'm saying hair rock. Gla- the, Rafters oh, was spandex was that 30, and big was that on 39th hair. 39th and like 7th East? Yeah. It was, 39th and like yeah, 8th East? Yeah, it was. It was now, now that's a cougar bar, you realize. There's only hot older ladies that go there. It's not called rafters anymore either. I don't either. mind that. No. No, because... Maybe mean, it's the same cougars. They still got the big hair Yeah, and it's, it's probably like, the same hey! girls, just whatever. Because Mario and I filmed a little movie there, and I was the assistant uh, some shit. I can't remember. But it was cool because all they talked about is all the cougars that came in. And, and we kind of... We, we shut the bar down. And then when I came out and we were done, there were so many hot older ladies that wanted to give me their millions. And they were wearing the big... They hair. were still wearing their like tube dresses and, and that's stuff the like place. That. They're yeah. like, "Fuck you! You've changed this place, but it's still rafters, and I don't care." You're probably right. Yeah, Lars Ulrich, biggest piece of shit I've ever met in my life. Follow up would be that singer for Filter. <laughs> oh, what happened there? I don't. Well, know that. and that was just a live experience where he threw a fit. Someone threw something up, and he's like, "That was a quarter." Someone just hit me in the face with a quarter. Oh, my, that's right. Now, bear in mind, this is right after he went off on a rant about every, damn near every band of the 90s, like, fuck Nirvana, 
Fuck Dave Grohl. Dude, no offense, fuck everything. But back then, fuck those that. guys destroyed Filter. They had hey, and, hey man, nice shot. And he was throwing a fucking stinky. A he was he was throwing a stinky, and oh, and someone fucking nailed him with a penny or something. He went, I that was a corner. <laughs> and then he walked off stage and sat there for about fifteen minutes. Really? And he came out and said, "Well, we're gonna finish our set, but and you better not throw no more loose change in your pockets." <laughs> Was it what what uh, tour was that? Was that uh, that was you want to take my one. picture? Yeah. and I want to. And dude, they what was, are, what was they, the song of that? By the way, there take was a, a picture. They are a heavy goddamn band. Yeah. Everyone that was there, they were doing like the and the the cheesy radio station that did like Duncan yeah. Sheik and all that shit. Yeah. And they played Take a Picture. Yeah. And I'm there going, oh, hey man, nice shot. Yeah, right. And that's what they did. They barreled out the heavy tunes and they ended their entire set with Take a Picture. People were like. This ain't the fucking band I came to see. Right, you right. Know? Dude, you know what? I have to say they but have... He turned into a bitch. Well, he's a bitch. Well, I mean, he, I he like, probably thought he was pretty hot. I assume he deal. thought he was hot shit, and then it kind of came crumbling down, right? Dude, let me, let me tell you something. On that album, uh, there was a song on that, and that... It wasn't Amalgamut. It was a Welcome to the... No, it wasn't Welcome to the Fold. Was it Welcome to the Fold? Was that a, was that a filter album? I can't remember. I don't know. But uh, it was one with... I like a lot of filter, though. Yeah, that's on that album. You say you're fine. Just gotta take yourself down. Right, okay. It was on contemplate. It was that album. But there was a song that was like... That's great. That's a good... I love that It's heavy as fuck. But that's the Take a Picture album, too, you realize. But there was one song on there that really struck a chord with me. It was like... Hey, what seems you. important won't last forever. Yeah. That was a good effing tune. But they're I, a good band. Two I could guys. tell that guy would be an ass. Oh, really? Because they got all Nine Inch Nails up, right? I mean, that guy played for Nine Inch Nails. And it stuff was like two that. dudes. It was a guitar player and him. They did all the synths, all the guitars right. and shit. Then they had a touring band that would do all the. Sure, but didn't he work on some night? It wasn't he in like Nine Inch Nails touring band. I mean, he was another. I don't know. I think he was. I think he, I mean, I remember thinking. I know Marilyn Manson was in that, and then I know. I think he was too. Not that singer. Yes. I wouldn't say, no, okay, get yeah, away from I'm my shit. Positive. I'm almost positive that he was a Nine Inch Nails band member alum. Huh. I, we'll Google it, and we'll come back and talk about it, but yeah. but no, that's pretty cool. No, but, you know. He was a turd, and oh, Lars Ulrich, the biggest uh, bitch I've got, ever met in my life. Lars Ulrich, I mean, in, I mean, I realize that, what's his name? What's the lead singer's name again? I can't even James remember. Hetfield. James Hetfield. I used to really like James Hetfield, but you knew even back in the day, like even on like Injustice I still kind of like James Hetfield. I don't, I don't mind. But what I'm saying is, he kind of turned into a dick with the whole Napster thing. But you, I, I could look at pictures of of Lars Ulrich, even when he had the mullet, like, and he's he's taking a picture with Cliff Burton on that Master of Puppets or whatever. You looked at that little mother effort, and you were like, "What? A he's a five bitch. foot piece of shit turd." I think I also and hate him because I know he was like totally rich, and you know he's a spoiled little. He's bitch. just a goddamn turd. It wouldn't matter if he was a million trillionaire or if he well, was broke. He's no, 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 a fucking does, turd. I'm not against like millionaires. You know me. I'm a I'm a awesome conservative dude but yeah but you know when you know when like rich dads like like the, who's a swedish tennis champion makes a bunch of money and then gives it to this piece of shit and he turns into a mother effer even though you got I, him he's okay he's good at the drums i'm sorry he's good at the drums but he's a bitch yeah he's, he's a turd so that's fine good for him just because you're rich doesn't mean you're a i don't piece worry of shit. about his wallet because i don't know what's in there all i know is that meeting you know, a guy like that i go 
you're a fucking turd. Yeah, he's a turd. There's no doubt. But the thing, I knew that even back in the day. You could look at that face and think, what kind of asshole is that guy? Anyway, let's move on. I'm sorry to be so negative. I'm sorry to take you down that negative road. I apologize, people. Uh, here's a question for the next episode. All right. Sorry, I dropped my phone. I don't want it on the floor because what if I step on it? Yeah. I'll break my phone. You don't want that. And that will be shitty. Okay. I watched a movie this last week mm-hmm. called The Sound of, what was it? The Sound, sound of, of My Voice. Oh. oh, By the way, if this was The Sound of Music, this wouldn't even be a question because I, lo- I love that movie. Dude. Okay. Dude, whenever, when, when that guy came out and played Edelweiss, I... My tears. Played the Edelweiss. Edelweiss. Come oh. on. It's an Austrian, it's Austrian love song or some oh, shit. Okay. I don't really know. But I, can't, I can't remember the guy's name. Christopher. Gosh, Lloyd. No. <laughs> Marty. No, no. It wasn't Christopher Lloyd. We gotta get back in time. Oh, what is that asshole? That I can't remember. But anyway. Okay, so I watched that movie this week. And I'll be honest with you, man. I, 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 I can't even remember where I heard of it. It was it was a movie that's all about this cult and you know indoctrination into the cult and whatnot, but I remember I can't remember where I heard of it, but I got the DVD and so I'm watching it this week, and it was pretty mother effing good, right? And I'm like, holy crap! I am amazed at how good this show is. I cannot I don't know anything about it, but whatever. But it, you know, it didn't blow me away. It wasn't like it wasn't like Matrix, okay? But it was awesome, right? In my opinion, it was awesome. Um. So here's the, here's the question of the episode. Be, this spawned the question of the episode. What movie did you watch with no real expectations that you were really surprised as to how good it was that you really liked it? Mm. Okay, one that you went into, you didn't know much about, and you were like pretty much, wow, that was awesome. Yeah. Okay, at the okay. end, you know, okay. Uh, the phone number, uh, bone phone, 385-351-9273. That is 385-351-9273. By the way, I already know my answer to this. Uh, it, it's not sound of my voice because that would be cheating. But I have another one that I watched. It was like, holy effing S-H-I to the double T. Because that's how I spell shit. Yeah. That's a thinker for me. I'm going to have to think. Okay. Think about it. Call in. Um, Right now, you know what we got on deck? Hmm. Iced Earth. Horror show. One minute of go. Yeah. 
Iced Earth from Tampa, Florida. Tampa Bay Buccaneer Town. A lot of metal bands from Florida, including uh, the aside. Can, oh, can I can I guess one? Go. Cannibal Corpse. No. Oh, who are they from? Morbid Angel. Oh, I think they're the Bay Bay Area. Oh, but they're from Florida. Oh, oh, you mean from California? I mean the Bay Area, the Cali, Cali, Cali oh. town, San Fran. There's more than one if Bay, you're bro. Going to San Francisco. Francisco. Right. Okay. I think cannibals from there. Obituary, atheist, nocturnus, oh. and a morbid angel. They're ang- they're angry down there in the Floridas. Florida was like a hotbed there for a little while for metal band. Like, really? Like real Are you extreme sure metal bands. Is not from there. I'm pretty sure they're from. They're the West, dude. They're I'm the Google. West Coast. Where's my phone? I'm Googling. All right, he's gonna Google. No, no, no go ahead. Continue. And it won't. Continue. It won't take you long either. Uh, formed in 1985 by rhythm guitarist John Schaefer, he is the only member that has remained from the beginning of the band till now. Basically, um, there's been over 30 members in this band, dude. I have, and he is the only guy that. And bear in mind, John Schaefer is the original. He's a rhythm guitar player. Yeah, he's not solo man. Right. He's the rhythm. I dude. On Wikipedia, if you go to Wikipedia, look up Ice Earth, you can see, uh, and I have it here right on my notes. Right. You can see a little graphic of how many people have been in this band in the years that they were in it. It is There's like 32 or 33 people since 1985. That's unbelievable. How do you think that a rhythm guitar player like can hold a band together as far as sound goes with with different drummers, different singers, different bass players, different lead guitar players? Your your music is going to take a a musical journey that you you know you can lay down that foundation. And go here's the rhythm, but it's going to go places that you're like maybe good, maybe not, maybe you know. I'll tell you how. Pure passion, pure passion, and, can, and Cannibal Corpse is from Buffalo, New York, so we're both wrong. Oh, well, okay. Uh, Horror Show is the sixth studio album from the band, released June 2001, 61 minutes, 36 seconds long, 11 tracks. Um, it is kind of a theme-based yeah. album. Uh, you know, horror, classic monsters, horror movie icons, including Dracula, Frankenstein, <laughs> Phantom of the Opera. Uh, this is from Wiki. Uh, Horror Show is considered Ice Earth's only straightforward power metal album. Is that right? Really? Yeah. Because um, I took a little journey today through some, I mean, because, I mean, not to spoil anything, but I, li- I listened to this a hundred times. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and check out some other Ice Earth. And I checked that they have a they have an album of just a lot of covers, and they cover like uh, right. uh, what ACDC. Now, Kiss, did you did you Black do it on Sabbath. did you do it on Spotify? Because they no, have- well, some of them are on Spotify. But then I listened to an album, uh, and, and maybe I'll talk about this in a minute. But uh, they they're one of their singers was Tim Ripper Owens. Which right, was, which yeah, is, I was going to bring that up. And that Neither on, album, no, that was on us because that was on SPV. And, you know that was you know I think this one horror show is on Century Records or whatever Century Media yeah Century Media but so okay so but you can go to YouTube and you can hear the whole album stuff like that and it, the the album, but I thought that was interesting Ripper Owens of course AKA he joined Judas Priest after Rob Halford dude by the way Rockstar the movie was made after Tim Ripper Owens you ever seen Rockstar really the movie? yes have you ever seen that movie no okay so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna Ter- I'm gonna break it down it's for you. Horrible. Quick. Have you seen it? 
it's say got it's, the, it's got that horrible the happening guy in it. It's got to be horrible. Oh yeah, yeah. Marky Mark, are you shitting me? Oh, I bet it's dude. Horrible. Marky Mark's amazing with a mullet and everything. Oh, dude. Dude, freaking, okay, so there, yeah, basically a guy... Uh, it's about him. What was it, Steel Dragon? I think the band was named Steel Dragon. Basically, Marky Mark was in the Steel Dragon cover band. They go, to a, they go to a concert, and he's like, stand up and shout! You know, and they're like, oh my gosh, he's amazing. Let's. Uh, by the way, our lead singer is uh, is getting kicked out, uh, so why don't we take one of these guys from... Uh, yeah, that was from him, Judas Priest. That was really? based on him. In fact, based on the life of Ripper Owens. The, in fact, Judas Priest was it was kind of into the into writing that movie, but they got out of it because they're like, oh well, f this. Because in the movie, it was like they got pissed off, they didn't have like more creative control. I guess what happened is in the movie, the the actual original lead singer gets kicked out of the band, and then they find this guy. Whereas in real life, uh, Rob Halford had left Judas Priest for over a year, and then they found Tim Ripper Owens. Rob Halford owns judas priest dude he uh, is amazing it's like you can't one of the worst situations to ever be in is hey ripper do you mind coming and filling in on the vocal it's like you can not jennifer aniston sucks balls but she was okay oh she was in that yeah she's okay in this i saw a commercial for her oh brand new commercial like brand brand new for some skin cream she looks as beautiful as ever. She's. I'm not saying she's not hot because she's hot as shit. I hate Friends, but you got to realize she's been in two amazing movies: Rockstar and and guess the other one. Uh, hot Taints or uh, Leprechaun. She was in the original oh, that's right. Leprechaun. Yeah, yeah, yeah awesome, Leprechaun. awesome, awesome times right there. But anyways, please. Move that on. was her movie breakout. Yeah, you're, dude. Most people either start in porn or horror. Matthew McConaughey and uh, Zellweger in the same movie. Exactly. Yeah. Right in the Texas Chainsaw New Beginning. This album also used more prominent usage of Matt Barlow. Oh, now, by, by Matt the way, Barlow, can, I, can I say one thing real quick? I'm okay. sorry. But all that seemed like power metal, too. I listened to a Tim Ripper Owens album called uh, uh, The Glory. Oh, shit. It was some kind of patriotic thing. They talked about like a lot of military. The Glorious Burden. The Glorious and the Burden. Reckoning. It was yeah. The Glorious Burden, which, by the way, was a pretty freaking good album by itself. It starts off with the Star Spangled Banner, and you're like, "Oh, that's awesome!" And then all of a sudden, it just rocks. That's that felt like power metal too. Yeah, well, uh, you know, according to their wiki, this yeah, is like considered their because most of the stuff I've had, it's either like prog or power. Pa- yeah, yeah, and I and I I agree with that. Okay. I listened to some dystopia too, just sure, to kind of okay. get a feel of it. And I was like, because their album covers okay. are badass, so I'm like, I, I, that's where I chose. That's how I chose to. What albums to listen to outside of horror shows? So you're like, you're you're living up to the metal standard of the old school, where you go in, you look at something and go, "I need to give that a listen." F yeah, dude. Yeah. It's most of it's on. Most Did you, of the older when you when you were going through like Spotify, you're like, "That's badass." I'm going to listen to that. Well, the the thing is, is there's some really good covers. In fact, I can't remember what it was, but there's like a Poe inspired album and whatnot. But I'm like, I got to listen to some Tim Ripper Owens. And by the way, that guy. Has got some like tiny balls because he can hit those effing like huh. Jeff Tate, Queen of the Rain. I have to say that you you know like uh, what you can't say Jeff Tate's got giant balls and this guy's got no, small you can't. ones. No, I'm not. I'm not going to say that at all. But what I'm saying is, you know, Rob Halford, he's got like the, the ah, you know, like the loud scream stuff. Dude, Ripper Owens, man, he can hit those shitty, awesome high notes. Not as good silly. as Rob Halford. Well, I'm not saying he can't as high, but all I'm, uh, you know, all I'm saying is that he can do it. 
Well, that's just a touchy situation with me. I, I could tell. I love Rob. I can freaking tell. I know. That's I, I said, love Rob. Rob. Call Dude, me. I love Rob. Call too. me. I, you know, he was the only guy in the eighties, uh, you know, with the heavy metal and the look, he was the only guy with like a haircut that you could still go to church with. The irony is that he was a gay guy. He was a homosexual. Yeah. So, but I mean, I love him and I probably would have had sex with him back in the eighties. Well, I wish there was a video on YouTube right now of people going, you know, back like in the eighties, dude, Rob Halford's gay (laughs) because every metalhead was like, Bullshit, dude. He's not gay. Dude, and it's like, dude, have you ever I seen... knew he was gay the minute I heard fucking screaming for vengeance, but I still love the bastard. Well, that was well plus his leather and his studs. But let's put it this way. You remember that heavy metal parking lot show? Oh, remember yeah. that? And there was that ugly redheaded chick oh, that was like, he's so hot. I'm going to jump fuck his him. bones. I'm ju- going to fuck him tonight. I'll jump his bones, which I thought yeah. was ironic. But that's funny. Anyways, let's move, let's move on. Sorry. All right. So this is going to come into play, I think, with, with my uh, breakdown. Uh, this album also was used more prominent usage of Matt Barlow's multi-layer vocal to center oh, yeah. the songs. Overall, I, I enjoyed the music part of it. Okay. But I felt let down by really? by his vocal stylings. You're kidding. I think that I could other than the high notes that I can't really hit. Well, yeah. I I I really feel like he didn't do anything for me. His vocals now, let me ask you, didn't Jeff, really do was anything. Was Jeff Barlow an original member? Matt Matt Barlow. Oh sorry, Matt Barlow. Um I guess. I, I mean, I, you like, know what? Why don't I just look at this thing? Where, 2001. The... Vocals. Nope. Gene Adam was the original. John Greeley was after that. And then we had Matt Barlow from bear, about 94 Bear in mind, this, this is like uh, five singers they've had in the band. Because yeah. they quit, they leave, they come right, back. Right. You can't really have a unified but dude, look situation. At, look, look at that. Look at that thing. The reds of the singers. Sorry, go to Wikipedia. You're looking, you'd be looking at the same image we got. Okay. These yeah. reds are all the different all the different singers. And you've got the rhythm. We're, we're going up, down, 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 and then back up to the same guy who's come back. You right. know, it's just, yeah, it's, yeah. It's he like came back carousel, in like 2011. And if you're looking at the, you know, if you're looking at the bar thing, uh, you know, the the pie chart, yeah, you can go, it's, it's not a, a pie chart at all. It's a carousel you, of rock and roll, I don't think baby. You've ever, I don't but think you know your charts. I, I'm just saying, I did not feel this, guys. I love I the music. Oh, really? I think it's, I think it's power metal. Yes, I think they are fantastic. I did not feel this guy's voice. Really? In fact, I was almost like. Going oh by by listen three really which is why I went to look for the the Ripper Owens couldn't find those on Spotify no, but he's on YouTube and that well I guess he's back in the band but what like I no, I guess really. he I guess uh, during this album he wanted to quit the band which says a lot as a musician it says a lot because in two thousand one he wanted to quit the band after nine eleven after to all go that into shit, security to to be become a police officer. Dude, but the thing he's is patriotic. But the thing is, is it's like, okay, you're already a musician that goes into a studio and does that. You're phoning it in, man. If you're and no. and, and John oh Schaefer, gosh. John Schaefer talked to him and said, Hey man, let's fucking rock. Let's keep going. Dude. And he stayed in the band, but uh-huh. then he ended up leaving to become a police officer. And I say to myself, that dude was already gone. Oh my gosh. Years before. And I'm I, talking 2000. He was already going, yeah, I don't really want to be doing this. Because you know, I felt this like... this came out in 2001. This was right... This came out... Right like, there. That's weird because this came out, what did you say, June? 
June 2001? Yeah. yeah. That didn't so, September 11. Okay, so basically he that but he didn't know about 9/11. No, he did. But what I'm saying is his passion was gone and there's oh his my out. Gosh, I there's his out. He Here's, went, you know what? I I want to do more for my country, for my for 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 where I come from. I want to get out. Really? That was the out plan. No. Really? And then he came back and he's just retired from sure. the band again. Okay. So he came, he, you know, he he left going, I I just need to do this. Beautiful out. Really? And then he gets back in the band and then he goes, you know, I'm going to you know, I'm I'm retiring. Okay. Well, you know what? To, I just felt like his own. he did not. He was not. Here's, he was here, phoning that shit in. Do you mind if I take a minute to to, to and I'll and I'll I, mean, I want to talk about how, what I what I hated about the album, what I liked about the album. Sure, but then I'll talk about the vocals a little bit. Um, okay, I first of all, there's nothing I didn't like about the album, so I'll just stop there uh, because this was like straight up heavy metal, power metal. I thought that the vocals were really good, dude. I thought that they weren't like Tim Ripper Owens. Screaming, I don't power even think metal, those are good. Like so well, you can what see I, where what, I'm at. But what I'm saying is, is you, I mean, he didn't have to put in those, you know, that that much. I don't want to say passion because I don't, I don't think he didn't have passion. But I mean, the, the the song didn't really call for it, in my opinion. By the way, these guys are seen, you know, they're excellent musicians. The music composition formula, like the metal slash pop stuff, is thrown out. I mean, the songs are like journeys. You know, they're back and forth. You know, right. the songs are longer. You they're, love the journeys. They're not the, like Opeth long. They're not like no. 13 minutes. There's a couple that are eight or nine minutes long, but most of them are around five, six minutes. Um, you know, but my favorite thing. If Opeth are college grads, yeah. where does Iced Earth fit for you? They got their associates. First grade, second grade. They got their associates. Today. Oh, so there's. I they're think they're in, pretty okay. high up there. Um, okay, so here's the thing. Let me. Here's what the thing that I loved about this album. Um, you know, I mean, like, I mean, this is on top of the great uh, musicianship. This is on top of all that stuff. Uh, one of my favorite things is they have like characters in their songs. They were telling stories. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they, obviously, you know, we have, uh, you know, all these horror themed songs and stuff like that. But I mean, we had like Frank, like in the, in the song Frankenstein, we had uh, Victor Frankenstein, like, like, kind of like. Was that Draclia or was no, no, it that Frankenstein was with the back and forth between the girl? And oh no, the no, guy. that that was uh, that Draclia. was the Phantom of the Opera because we had Christine, who by the way is what I was going to mention. We had Christine and then the Phantom of the Opera and stuff like that. But with Frankenstein, we we kind of got into his head and he's like, "If God can, then why can't I?" You know, all this cool. <sighs> it was painful. Stuff. I, Whatever song that was really? with the girl singing back oh, and that, forth, that was Jekyll and Hyde. That, or, or, I'm sorry. That was painful. Uh, no, it wasn't. I think Jack it was Hunter. Dracula. That was fan, no, it was Phantom of the Opera because it was Christine. It was Christine, <sighs> the Phantom yeah. of the Opera. I love that. I love the the reason that we had a, uh, or sorry, the fact that we had a conversation between Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. You know, they're going back and forth like a struggle right there. Um, we had the Antichrist, Damien, being like, you know, I mean, they had this whole song, and then they were like. You don't know the pain of my father, Nazarene. Yeah. You know, your time on the cross was nothing compared to my the the pain that my father has endured. You know, you know it was like I thought it was like super cool. And not only that was super cool about the the band, but I mean you had that whole remember you remember watching The Omen, right? And you remember mm-hmm. that little poem that they had? Uh the whole the whole song was like 
And when the Jews return to Zion. The chosen people. You know, and the comet rips the sky and the Holy Roman Empire lie, or rises, then you and I must die. From eternal sea he rises, creating armies on either shore, turning man against his brother till man exists no more. I thought it was great, man. I, mean, I have to admit, I love the characterizations of the scene. Maybe you took in the lyrics more than I did. It was, just, I, it was painful to listen to. To be so honest I was with you, going, there's no doubt about that. I thought that this was... I didn't even want to care what they were even saying. By, by I was just going... They uh, were To me, it was really cool because numbing. they were telling a story. They were like... By the way, I mean, and, and, you know, I mean, let's go over some of the song titles and stuff like that. I mean, there was like uh, Emotep, The Pharaoh's Curse... Uh, you know, there was a song about Jack the Ripper, Damien, a Wolfman, uh, which was super cool. Dragon's Child, uh, which was inspired by Creature from the Black Lagoon. Right. Um, Transylvania, which, by the way, was an Iron Maiden cover. I don't know if you caught that or whatnot. Uh, Dracula. And the thing is, is it was like, not only did they sing about Dracula, but they but they kind of sang as if they were Vlad Dracul. And, you know, some of his kind of inside his brain He's the Prince of Pain. He's this, that. You know, all these yeah. cool things. It's like you get it, you know, kind of a... Uh, they're not just to, like a, with a lot of horror punk. They're like, hey, this is badass, blah, blah, blah. But with this, it was almost thoughtful. Yeah. I, don't, I, I mean, I won't go so far as to say meaningful. But I mean, it was like, hey, they're getting into the minds of these characters. And they're really kind of just telling a story, which I thought was awesome. I actually really liked it. I thought the, I thought the vocals were good. I mean... Uh, and, you know, you're right though. I mean, I did think the, uh, the, uh, the lyrics were pretty cool. What did you, what were some of your favorite songs? If you had any, I didn't really have any. The uh, one thing I do, really? I, I, I don't want to come down. I mean, now's my time to, to say, I'm not, I love the cheese vocal. I mean, uh-huh. I love overkill and sure. he is not a singer that is palatable, palatable to anyone. <laughs> sure. King Diamond, love it. Oh, I love King This Diamond. guy just seemed ingenuous to me. He did not Di- seem sorry, like so, so, he was there. Disingenuous. Disingenuous. Is what you he mean. did not feel like he even wanted to really? be in the room. I, I could told, feel that through I the do. album. I totally got a different And idea. on top of that, John Schaefer, rhythm guitar, wonderful. You can come up with the riff, but trading members all the time, you're never coming up with anything that is solid to go. Well, yeah, Here is, it, it doesn't keep your core there. I get it. The core is not there. Queensryche, for example. You know, you've got that where you're like, yes, it is here. Well, And and then members trade out. Later on, when Chris DeGarmo leaves and this guy leaves. Even this new album Queensryche puts out, I haven't heard it, but you're going to go, well, let's know. I'm going to throw something out to you right now. You love it. Megadeth. Dude, they have had a carousel of members, be it whether they die fine. with a whatever. And the reason why I say that is fine is because that is the voice and that is the rhythm maker. Yeah. You can, he, he is the, the, he is the songwriter right. and the voice. If you lose those things, you fail. That's okay. It doesn't matter. You can have a hit album one year with this band and then come back and go, well, we lost our singer and our lead guy. Sure. And you're going to go, no go, bro. Dude, I get, no, I no. understand what you're saying, and I'm not, I'm not trying to say you're wrong. I just, what I'm saying is, is I thought that this was a great album. I like this album quite a bit, and I'll be honest with you, the first couple times I listened to it, I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. It's okay, but the more I listened to it, the more like, maybe you're right. Maybe I got more to the lyrics, and and because it, it hits that bone with me, the horror movie kind of vibe and whatnot, it really struck a chord. Yeah, and the songs and, are like Dracula, Wolfman, yeah. Frankenstein, Jack the Rip. Phantom of the Opera, Jack the Ripper. 
it was it was I give it a don't bother. Really? Uh, get on Spotify because I will this give it this. I'll give it a caveat. I will say, hey, I'm completely wrong about this band. You get on Spotify and you listen to all their albums and see if it's delicious to well, you. Well, you're not wrong it because just it's all opinion. Not. But I'll tell you what. I, in fact, it's funny. You give it a no bother. I'm looking at this going, you know what? First of all, Iced Earth is a band that's been around since 1985, and they've put out. Oh, let's see. I, I have it written down. I have the stats written down. Let's see. What, what, what do they got? They uh, okay. So yeah, 1985. He moves to down to uh, Tampa, Florida. Let's see. I, I have Purgatory. He starts his first band, Pur- Purgatory. Is that right? Well, all I'm saying is they have so many albums, so many. EP- they have ten studio albums, four EPs. Three compilations, three box sets, uh, one live album, and one covers album, which is the one that I, you know, that I kind of uh, took a listen to, which was called something like uh, "Tribute to the Gods." If this band did, I don't believe in love. Oh uh, well, would you be behind it or well, or of hate course it? I would. No, love it or hate it? I would love it. It wouldn't be as good as Queens, right? No. It, but I mean, they but did you would Highway say, to Hell. I love it. Well, sure, I don't mind that. I mean, because there's no way you're. Gonna... And everyone does Highway to Hell. Everybody. Every band sure. on the planet. Whether you're in a garage I, or at the Grammys, I give this. To, I give this a buy. I mean, yeah. I give this a straight, not a high buy. I mean, I this was <laughs> this was pretty good. This is something that um, I have to admit. I probably listened to you know ten, fifteen times this week, you know, and then I with time still left over to check out some of their other stuff. Yeah, I mean, this is something that I really got into. This is stuff that kind of grew on me. Um, I, you know, I mean, it's it's rare that we disagree so so big. But I mean, it's bound to happen. Well, it is what do? it is. It's just did not hit me, and That's I was fine. going, "Oh, That's this fine. guy doesn't care if he's there or not." Uh, I dug it, man. I I really like the characterizations. I like the storytelling. I give it a buy, straight up solid buy. Well, I've got a trivia for you. Holy shit! You I know, hope old, it's easy. Old Ripper Owens. When I noticed Ripper Owens was famous, you know he he famously took uh, Rob's uh, Rob uh, Halford's spot. Yes, he did. And I've got trivia about that. What do you say? I'm about to get destroyed. Here we go. The lead vocal is literally the voice of yes. the band. Yes. Sometimes when that voice leaves and a new one comes in, uh-huh. it's uh-huh. good. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not so good. I hear you. Let's take a walk down memory lane. Oh, dear. Guess the bands. Okay. With replacement singers. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Number one, it's hard to imagine a band more tied to the personality of this frontman, right down to the name of the band. For years, the band let their lead man rest in peace until the remaining band member mates hired the uber sexy and macho ex-bad company singer to fill these big ass shoes. Who was that? Oh, oh, the ex-Bad Company guy? Okay, because you know what? Wait, wait, wait. Because that's weird, because you realize that Bad Company hired Paul Rogers from Foreigner or something, right? So you're talking about... Ex-Bad Company. No, 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 you're right. right, right. So, no, I I realize we're talking about a different guy. I'm just saying that that's ironic. You might be on the right path. Because Bad Company... Paul Rogers might be the right guy. Oh. But he's got to fill some big-ass shoes. Paul... Did Paul Rogers go to like? Wasn't he in Foreigner, and then he went to Bad Company? 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not done. I'm not. That's not my guess. That's not my guess. Well, no, I'm just going, oh. I'm just uh, letting off some steam. I might be full of shit there. Okay, so. It's hard to imagine a band more tied to the personality of this front man. Right down to the name of the band for years. The band let their lead man rest in peace until the remaining bandmates hired the uber sexy and macho ex bad company singer to fill these big ass shoes. I have no idea. I'm going to take the deuce. I see a little silhouette of a man, Scalamouche, Scalamouche. Will you do Are the you kidding bango? me? Paul the Rogers to- went to Queen? Brian May got the band back oh, together. Man. And Paul I had the Rogers. right guy. I had the right guy. Is what you, you had the right guy. Do you guy. realize that Paul Rogers wasn't the original Bad Company singer? No, I don't care. Okay. No, he was the good one, right? No, he was, they were both good. I, I, in fact, let's I like, get naughty, naughty. That was Danger, Danger. You, what? Or what, 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 what was the tune that he did? That was like, bad it was Company. And I can't, well, that's Bad and Company. And I can't deny. Yeah, that's Bad Company. Though. Paul, Paul Rogers, I thought, was Foreigner, though. No. Are no. you sure? Queen. Well, well, right. I mean, I think he was originally Foreigner. And and I, in he, fact, and I might be wrong. He was from Bad Company. Then he went to Bad Company. Then he went to Queen. Bad, bad Company. He's got a great voice. He's, he's got a great voice. But it's like, don't fill Freddie Mercury's shoes. Uh, no who, one can who, fill those. Who can fill Freddie Mercury's? I Now I get the reference like, to... How do you I get, get the reference to the, uh, the, uh, the, the band name now <laughs> with Freddie Mercury. I get it. That's funny. All right, number two. Here we go. Third time was decidedly not the charm. Oh, dear. When it came to finding a replacement for a replacement in the seminal hard rock band. Oh, dear. Many people had problems with the original replacement for the original lead singer. I still have a problem with that guy. But seriously, this third guy should have stayed on the stool with New Northern Court. Sure. That's uh that's Van Halen and uh, Gary Sharon. Turn up the radio. <laughs> Do you know what you know what's so funny? Is uh, that that album came out in what, ninety five or ninety six or horrible, wasn't it? I thought it was great. Ugh. I mean it was it, it wasn't Van Halen, but I'll t- I thought it was so funny. You know what though? You know what the best thing to come out of that was? Is they brought they brought David Lee Roth back after that and he came out with a song called Me Wise Magic that was amazing. I don't even, I remember that song but I don't remember anything about it. Me Wise Magic. <laughs> yeah, it was him it was him going, "Hey, I've been a hermit for Oh, dude, I love that I'm song. Coming back. Gary Sharon, you're right. It wasn't great. It was okay. I li- I I liked it, but the best thing to come out of that was David Lee Roth rejoining the band after Gary Sharon. And he was only in. You remember the MTV Music Awards where he ruined it? No, I where, don't remember. Where David Lee Roth got on stage and it was like, here's where you're going to announce, hey, we're back together. Oh, I don't remember. And then they How about went, that? yeah, we hate this fucking guy. Oh, no. You know what? I have to admit, though, I loved Extreme. Back in the day, I thought that, that uh, what was that? What was that album called? A Pornography? I thought porno graffiti. That yeah. was a, that was a good album. More than words. If you don't like what you see here, see there's get the funk out. Ugh, horrible, but good, but but that one hit song. Yeah, more than words. Soaked them into oh, rock and roll they're, history. They, yeah, they're never gonna have to go to Danny's. Trenched, in their life. never. Yeah. <clears throat> oh my wow! Heads. All right, oh, number God. three. Here we go. Okay. While none of them exploded like the drummer in Spinal Tap, a handful of singers had a hell of a time trying to fill the amazing singer's boots. Hmm. 
When he left the band in 79, some had varying degrees of success, but most would say, who, who the hell is that? That's it. I don't get a multiple choice because that was, is it, uh, it's not Black Sabbath. Turn up the radio. Wow, that's right out of the game. Ozzy's a pretty badass. You got to risk, but Ronnie James Dio, he as well is a mother effing badass. Listen to this. Ozzy. Yeah. Dio. Yeah. Ian Gillen. I knew. Uh, Yeah, because he was from the cult, right? Oh, is that right? Tony Martin. Who was was Ian Gillen from? I can't remember. Deep Purple. Oh, you're, yeah, that's what I meant. Tony Martin, Glenn Hughes, Ray Gillen. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Black Sabbath, there you now, go. Now, they may have not been on the Black Sabbath albums, but right. they tried to fill the shoes. Tony Iommi got him in there. Here's, went, here's uh, the problem with Ozzy, or not with Ozzy, but with, with, with trying to replace Ozzy. I mean, Ozzy, you can talk about his, his singing capabilities or whatever, but his voice is so unique. There is no way you're going to step in there, sing the songs that have been made famous by him, and really hold a candle to him. I don't care. Even if you're Dio, you probably, I, Dio probably has a better voice than Ozzy. I am but a total it's not Dio fan. But I, lo- I, like I, I love Ozzy with Sabbath. I love him too. But I really love Dio with Sabbath. Well, and like you said, I mean, I agree that he's he's probably a more talented singer, but he doesn't have that unique sound. No. Well, he does. The cocaine, but, the drugs, uh, the everything just gone. I, I can't believe I just said Ronnie James Dio doesn't have a unique sound. But what I'm saying he is... He does. He does. But it's no... I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but Ozzy is... His voice is unreal. Yeah. All right. Here we go. So okay. you're... I'm two you're and one. Two and one. Here we go. Number four. Two words immediately came to mind. Okay. When this band announced they would try to replace recently deceased singer Brad Delp with a refugee from the hair metal ghetto, Jesus Christ. And that's not a slam, since the follicle farmer is, is, hold on a minute, what the hell? It's hard to read. Okay, now you got to find the band on this, because I'm going to give you the whole treat. Okay, I'm going to okay. give you the singer. Okay, okay. Okay, so Brad Delp with a refugee from the hair metal ghetto scene, Jesus Christ, and that's not a slam, since the follicle farmer in question is Michael Sweet from Striper. Who would he have replaced? Brad Delp. When the band decided that they were going to get back together after he died, committed suicide. I mean, I don't even know. I don't know that one. I don't know. I'm taking the news. I'm going to give you one hint. Okay. You're going to get it. Okay. I'm going to take you by surprise and make you realize. Boston, duh. Turn up. I didn't know that happened. How yeah. about that? He died? He committed no. suicide. Dude. He, did, he did the uh, the 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 car pipe in the car. Oh the, no! The, the carbon monoxide died. You got to be kidding me! Carbon I, monoxide die. Wait, wait, wait. The original lead singer for Boston did that. Carbon Why monoxide die. He was. He had the. That guy, let's put it this way. That guy had one of the greatest rock and roll voices ever. That whole band had a lot of rock and roll. Have you ever been to a Have you ever been to a monster truck show where the engines are <laughs> no. going, brrr, no, and you're like, shut not. the fuck up. I want to hear some Boston over the fucking, <laughs> no, you know. I, I've never been to a truck show or a monster truck show like that. Oh, dude. But dude, dude, oh my gosh. Mary, uh, what was it? 
I'm gonna see my Mary and walking away. He committed suicide? Yeah. He did oh, the carbon. That bums me out, man. Now, now I could be wrong, but I think it was the carbon monoxide oh, guy. That really bums me out because that guy had a beautiful voice. I get my, my rock singers sure. mixed up. Like oh, uh, the guy that was jerking and hanging in excess. Oh, yeah. You know, he was jerking and hanging. Well, when you have like a, a, an evil song called Devil Inside, you're going to jerk and die. You're going to jerk, jerk and die. Yes. Jerk it and die. <laughs> jerk it. By the way, that's a great band name in and of itself. Jerk it and die. Let me ask you this. Okay. Do you, I bet that was the hottest cum that he's ever had in his life. <laughs> you know. Right there where you're like, I'm dying and shooting. Have you ever, have you ever been like, like about to blow it when you thought your life was in peril. How about one of I those, never have. I bet that's the hottest shit ever. How about one of those CSI episodes where the guy like taps his finger in it and licks. So he, <laughs> he came hard and he came good. He enjoyed that. Yeah. that by the way, die. let me tell you something. And I know in, that by his urethra. I it's have a buddy. Three sizes. <laughs> I have a buddy big. Who, ha- who has a brother-in-law who I know from our time in Denver. You know what I'm talking about. And uh, I knew him in Denver. He knows him as a thing. Is a brother the dude. The dude. You know what? We the dude know- that with the stabbing and the killing and the. No, the- no, oh. a different dude. That was the Jody Arias trial. I knew that guy. Yeah. But this is a guy who ended up. He was a brother-in-law of a guy I worked with, who we now know as Tia's own ass, aka taste his own semen. <laughs> Oh, you're, yeah, he was so, tasting your own semen. He was tasting his own semen, yeah. And he was the guy. It was that, that moment where you guys are like, man, I, I never loved my mom. No, and no, someone dude. else said, and then he goes, have you ever tasted your semen? You go, fuck no. <laughs> what are you, some kind of a sicko? It's so funny because it's like, like he talked about this Tia's own S guy, though, like for months and months. And it wasn't until later that we realized that we knew the same dude. And it was like, right, I remember that guy that. tasted his own semen. Are you shitting me? You met a dude that heard the taste your own no, semen. No, I met a dude that told me the taste his own semen thing. And then and you then met later him on, later on. No, no, no. I knew this guy from 95 to 97. Okay. And, he, you know, he was this guy to me. I knew there was a reach around, like yeah. a connectoid. Yeah, where it was and like, then all of a sudden he's like, he tells me the name. I'm like, are you shitting me? His name was this? He was here in Denver? I know him! It was unbelievable. It was yeah. amazing. Holy it was awesome. Tasting your own semen. And I saw him at Five Guys Burgers and Fries one time with the same dude, and he pretended not to know. That's what I was talking because, about. Because you told me yeah. that story. Five Guys Burgers yeah. and Fries. And he knew and he knew that uh, we both knew about the Tia's own S situation. So. And you were eating, and, and did he come up and go, dude, no, I, I, no, I, I, that was a JK. He avoided, I never, no, he avoided eye contact completely, even though he knew who we were. Right. But he's like... Man, I cannot look those guys in the face. It's like that. It's like that kid in like uh, grade school uh, that had the poopy ass with the toilet paper hanging. And even out. though he's like forty-seven now, he's he, still poopy yeah. ass. Well, yeah, to to dudes who the last time they hung out with him, he was poopy ass. You're right. You're right. That shit will follow you to high school. It's like, <laughs> ladies, don't date that guy because I berated him and ruined his life but he's a millionaire he's he's created this computer program now he's a millionaire yeah but he shit his pants and ain't afraid that's your that's your greatest dream in in life is to get on facebook and go hey millionaire guy oh your shitty poo poo pants yeah he (laughs) used to shit his pants (laughs) in school sure what am i three in one i'm kicking ass give me something you know if i gotta live in the gutter 
Give me something. Oh, yeah? Well, you got a million bucks. Well, let me tell you something. You're shitty poo-poo pants. I will never say shitty poo-poo pants again for 50 grand. And to you, that's nothing. But to me, it will make a dent. Turn Turn up. (laughs) Yeah. By the way, that turn up the radio, I feel like, was uh, your opinion of Iced Earth Singer. I don't think your heart was in it. Wow, that's true. That could be. You'll never know. All right. So what are you? You're three three and one. Three and one. Three and one. Number five, this is it. This is the last one. And last but not least, when this lead replacement came into the band, it launched this British band to a whole new level. Although, for my money, Paul Diano rocked some shit on the first couple records. I know who this is. It was his replacement that made me pee-pee the bed. Six, six, six. The number of the beast. Iron Moonchild. Turn up the radio. That's a good show. Yeah, you peed the you peed the bed on that. It's been like a year now. You realize that? Because you know what? My my wife and kids are out of town right now to Lake Powell. Yeah. The last time when you peed the bed was last year. Last year out of town in Lake Powell, and they go once a year. Dude. But is that a replacement that you will go? Oh, yes, dude. I, 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 I laid down my dude, vote. I got and one I for say you. Yes. And Paul Diano was fantastic. He was good. He was. He was. Well, not compared to to freaking uh, when Bruce when Dickinson. when Bruce Come Dickinson on. came in, it was a whole new ball game. You but know what? He was I'll give you a trivia right now. Okay. A band that was pretty freaking good until they replaced the lead singer. Okay. Uh, let's see. Come up with a quick. Come up with a quick. Um, uh, trivia question. After they introduced themselves, they came out and were falling to pieces. Oh, dude, I love Chuck Mosley, though. He was cool. But he you are absolutely shit. right. Faith No More, but I would yeah, say Chuck, Mike Patton is Mike, a badass. Oh, he's the, and he he's did the, take that. He's like, he, he took that uh, band to a whole new and, level. And it's not like Chuck Mosley was bad. No. Okay. It's not like he was bad because he was good. But the problem is, is, is uh, freaking Mike Patton took that to to a whole new level. You want to? Yeah. Here's absolutely. Why. I agree. Here's why I'm listening to some B sides. A couple of well, this has probably been. Gosh, I don't know how long it's been now. But I'm listening to some Faith No More, and all of a sudden that I know it feels funny, but I just can't stand the pain. Yeah. That's Mike Patton, and and my wife was like, "Oh my gosh, that's you're listening to this. What is this?" And then I then I like. I, I, you know, after the song, all of a sudden, Ugly in the Morning came on. She's like, oh, oh, I see. Oh, look now. at me. I'm ugly. Dude, Introduce Yourself good is album. a Great fantastic album. album. No Chuck Mosley, Faith No More. He's good. But you he's are no, absolutely no right Pat. on the money. No. He's no Mike Patton. He, the, he literally fucking took that band. As much as I would license. love him to be Mike Patton, nobody can be Mike Patton but Mike Patton. <sighs> I love, I, I love Ann's song and all that shit. Oh, sure. I love that it's old good, stuff. It's a good st- it, you, the thing is, is what was there? One album and like a bunch of live and maybe B-sides yeah. and stuff like that. Just like the like but, one album and a bunch of like periphery. It's like I listen to some Introduce Yourself and I go, that is awesome and I it's love good. it. It's good. It's good shit. And then when it hits on some collision and some, you know. Dude, when you, when you're like, a- Angel Dust, I'm like, oh. Angel Dust is my favorite Faith No More album. That that was formative to Young Mike in high school. I could not pick a favorite. By the way, I shoplifted that album, and it gave me so much. So for free, I grew as a person. Yeah. How about it was a tape? That's, it was a tape. Yeah, it was of even course. A CD. That's the shit you could get away with. Yeah. 
You can't before do that they shit. started putting the big plastic things on. Are you them, kidding me? Like, I used to walk down to ZCMI in the Leighton Hills Mall and have a big giant coat on. I I ripped off yeah. a use hey, your the illusion guy with the one big and two giant coat on. Hey. Don't keep an eye on all, him. All I'm saying is, is use your illusion one and two came home with me that day. I rode the bus for fifty cents from Farmington to Leighton. Went up there, did my business, and then in like twenty minutes later, I caught the bus going home. My parents were like. You didn't ride it all the way down to Confetti's? Dude, Confetti's was the other way, I would have shoplifted and went, hey, let's head dude, down dude, to Confetti's. Dude, nobody at Confetti's wanted to hear Guns N' Roses. They wanted to hear, like... Well, that's true. That's freaking, damn true. Yeah, about, like, Peter Murphy and shit like that. It's like, oh. Really? You'd, you'd, you'd go to jail for Use Your Illusions? I was, like, 16. I was, like... Well, no, well, you go to Juvie. I wasn't 16 because... Dude, I had a lot of run-ins with Juvie. I mean, yeah. I never, I never, you, like, I mean, that, you're like, I mean, because you know, on the bus ride down, you're going, man, this is going to go good or yeah. it's going to go bad. It never went And bad. I'm willing to go, it never went bad. I'm willing to take the deuce. I'm I, willing to go bad for use your illusions. One and one and two at one the same time. Shit, the same yeah. Time. Maybe one or two. I don't know. That's a little sketchy, but one and two. That's a definite. Yeah, it's like, hey, guy. I got, uh, you know what's so funny is, have I got, you ever went into a record store where it's like, Oh, they're missing the other one. And, that and wanted to steal it. Thwart your plan. Dude, you got to you know, uh, realize this is, let's see, this is 20, this is over 20 years ago, dude. Yeah. This is, you got, you know what's so funny is I even remember I got Use Your Illusion 1, Use Your Illusion 2, Black Crows, Shake Your Money Maker. And, God, you were like and Guns and Roses and Guns and Roses lies. So I got all those in I one that. shot. I liked lies. I, I got it all in one shot. You know what? That's terrible. I'm a poor. Throw human the being. rest of them out, but you know, oh, Guns you, and Roses lies. Yeah, I like that. That's my feelings. Other eat. than their racial and homophobic, yeah, views on they stuff. they had some problems. They did have. Well, yeah, it was it was a different time. It's a different time, bro. It was like 1988. No, it was like 1992 or one or something. So, was it? Yeah. I'm saying 80. No, because you're saying your, 89. No, use your illusion. One and two came out like I think I think Appetite for Destruction came out in 88 or 87 or 89. Yeah. So well, then, you, then I, you had lies, and then you had the use your illusion. Tweet. I like that. <laughs> I like all good the shit. You're right. That's good. Dude, you know what we're going to do right now? Huh. Let's play a trailer for House on Sorority. Did I just admit to shoplifting, by the way? I was a young man. I was misguided. Shoplifters of the world. Unite and take over. Unite and take over. Yeah, that's a great Pissed On song. Do you know a band called Pissed On wrote and sang that? Pissed On? P-I-S-T-O-N. Dash O-N. P-I-S-T-O-N. Excuse me if I'm wrong, but I need some encouraging. Thank you for being Gray Flat by Pissed On. Yeah. We got some Spotify stuff to take uh, care of. It, the right? modem's down. It's not going to work. You, you know what? You're lucky. I'm going to play it on my phone over 4G, and we're going to listen to that song. But yeah. anyway, we're. I, I apologize, people. Don't shoplift. I was a young and stupid, impressionable young man. Uh, but... There's no way you can get away with it, but I say shoplift if you can, but you're going to get busted. Well, well, back then it wasn't nearly as like security eyes as it was back then. Man, I remember, I remember walking out and there's this like, what what was that? What was that thing in the Leighton Hills Mall? There was like a sound. 
I can't remember. It was a record. Sound Warehouse. No, it wasn't Sound Warehouse. But there was this place that, that like, some freaking pregnant lady, like, followed me for, like, a half half a mile walking away from that place because she figured I shoplifted. But she's no pregnant. No way. I am dead. So she she followed me out of the mall in, the, in like, the, the cold and, and snowy. She was like, I'm going to bust this bastard. She's like, I what, just got away from the pregnant them. lady going to do to you? Call the police. I, well, I mean, but... W- how does she get her proof, though? She, I think come she's up waiting. I think she's waiting for me to pull him out, and she's trying to spy on she me. She does like the, She's freaking pregnant. She's as big as a house. We're like she rings your neck like they used to do in the fifties. <laughs> she gives you one of those cl- Pow, clappers right in the kisser. Right? No. Hey, <laughs> I should be rewarded something yeah, for catching this. Yeah, it was like it was like sixteen dollars worth of merchandise. Cops would have shut up and said, "Use your illusion one and two. No. Just this fucking don't different. come around this here anymore." That by the way, that's a Tom Petty song. It sucks balls. He would say, "Don't, don't, no, just, just take. I'm going to take these me. back. You're not even worth prosecuting because you picked these. <laughs> Nobody going to buy you don't these. Got anyway. no good taste, son. <laughs> What's wrong with They're you? They're like, what, you got to listen to Boston. That lead singer going to be alive forever. Yeah. <laughs> now, all right. Let's go ahead and play a trailer for uh, the House on. Sor- oh my gosh, the House on Sorority Row from 1983. Here you go. Oh. A certain kind of girl joins Pi Theta sorority. A girl who likes to party and likes to get close to her friends. A girl whose extracurricular activities were more daring than most. A girl who could turn her fantasies into reality. One more sling won't set us back any. again, Pi Theta was different from other sororities. Because in this sorority, nothing is off limits, as long as it's fun for the girls. 
So when it came time to say goodbye, they decided to make real sure that no one would ever forget the girls in the house on Sorority Row. All right, everybody, we are back, and we're going to be talking about the 1983 slasher film, The House on Sorority Row. You know what's funny is 1983 slashers were in, uh, they were totally in vogue, but this is, you got to realize, this is still before uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I mean, this was still before, I mean, what, what uh, Friday 13 came out in 81, and I bet you they had two and three out by this. So, I mean, we're, we're I don't know if we're in full slasher craze mode. I may be wrong. Right. But this follow this movie follows the slasher formula to the T. Oh yeah. Okay. And let's go ahead and uh, talk about the House on Sorority Row. Uh IMDb gave us a five point eight. This is written and directed by a guy named Mark Rosman. Okay. Uh he directed a bunch of episodes of Lizzie McGuire with Hilary Duff. Oh, like later on. He that's yeah, that's later his on, that's yep. his thing. He did he directed a Cinderella story with Hilary Duff. Oh, and he directed The Perfect Man with Hillary Duff. Oh, so he's a duffer. Well, I'll tell you what, I would have rode that bitch all the way. I mean, I don't mean sexually, people. Really? I mean, I mean to the bank. Hillary Duff is I like would've. something that you're going. Uh. What? Have you? Do you know who that is? You would look. I know who she is. If but you walked she's into Bird's subpar and. And Hillary Duff was Hillary right Duff there? was totally subpar to me. Really, she uh, what was it? Ashley? Didn't she have a little sister? Ash or what was, it? What was it? I can't remember. The Olsons. No, that was somebody totally different. Hillary Duff was hot as shit no. when she got older. Sure. No. Well, you're wrong. She did all those uh, those yeah, like uh, coming of age. Uh, I'm a princess. Yeah, I mean in her movies sucked balls. I mean, there's you're you're thinking of Amanda Rosman. Bynes. You're thinking of Amanda Bynes. Bynes. No. Yeah, because she had a movie where she went to London and her dad's there. and Oh, she like, was cute as shit. But not anymore because she's had way too much plastic surgery and drugs. Oh, really? Amanda Bynes looks like my balls right now. Oh, that's sad. You're right. She was cute as a little button. Yeah, she she had a little Disney show, too, she or did, something. Well, they all did, right? Then that's she did. all started. Mama, I'm coming to London, or no, don't I let my boyfriend go to London. I can't or, remember what it was, but it's like I, the, the movie was like, oh, I got to go visit my dad, who's like a prime minister assistant in London. Yeah, I'm living with mom. Yeah, in shit town USA, yeah. but daddy's a prime minister because yeah, he don't so give a fuck about up. me. I don't remember. How the hell do I even know that? Anyways, Hillary Duff is uh, not ugly, but we're moving on. Uh, this movie started Kate O'Neill as Catherine, quote unquote, Katie Rose. Uh, Eileen Davidson is Vicky. Jana Zito is Liz. Robin Malloy is Janine. Harley Jane Kozak is Diane, and you would recognize Harley Jane Kozak. Here, my point is this. We got a lot of ladies, okay, uh, including Lois Kelso Hunt as Miss Dorothy Slater, which is, by the way, the only person that you could probably tell a difference from. We got a, we, just like normal slasher movies. We got a lot of hot ladies, or we got a lot of of young people, right? And all those with, with one name. They don't have a last name. Yeah, you want to Katie, know why? Beth, because they're about Judy. to get knocked off, right? And that's basically how this movie works out. Uh, the plot. <clears throat> Let's get into the plot real quick. It is a short plot because it is a slasher movie. 1961, we get a lady who is giving birth, okay, with a blue filter and some pregnant Furberg, even though I think it was stunt Furberg. 
Yeah. Did you notice that? No, I didn't okay. notice I, the we, hair. We, we saw a little pubes, whatever. Uh, the problem is, is something went horribly wrong. The, whoa, the doctor is saying, oh, I'm so sorry, whatever. Where's the baby? The baby's gone. Okay, we don't know where the baby went. The doctor's maybe a little bit shady, whatever. Okay, right. this is Mrs. Slater. Years later, there's a group of beautiful newly graduated ladies about to embark on their new lives to explore their budding sexuality. Yeah, which is about to be defiled, and I, I, I was just kind of a fantasy of mine. I assume since they're already graduated college that they've not only had their uh, their uh, sexuality defiled, but budding is one of the most disgusting words to ever use. Yeah. Is budding <laughs> really? Are you? Like, oh, <laughs> they're budding. It's like it's there's something just disgusting is that too about young? that. Is that too? Is that too? Well, young it's words? just like. Uh, you know, I think of flowers. I think sure. It's, well, that's exactly ew, what I'm just, talking about. That's the whole metaphor. It's just a wrong goddamn word. Uh, I'm, you know, the only the only budding. Problem, the only problem I might have with budding is that girl, ladies bud maybe a little bit too young for legal legality. For no, oh. I don't know what I'm talking about. But uh, you know what the great thing, by the way, you know, so we have all these ladies that are living in a sorority house and they just graduated. But can I just mention one thing about the '80s, real quick? Hottest yes. chicks of all time. Some of the- Can I just? I've got a question. For oh, let's you. hear it. Let's hear it. Vicky's Daisy Dukes. Are you sure? Is there, was, and I'm asking you the question oh, I'm because I do not know. I'm hearing you. But they're, they hang lower than her ass cheeks and sure. she's got them above her belly. They're not really Daisy Dukes, even though Daisy Duke had way tighter and smaller shit sure. before this came out sure. or about the same time. Sure. But my question to you is, is it the design of the '80s jeans yeah, the to give you jeans. a camel toe, yeah, and and a Melvin? Well, you had like pleats, and you had like the the crotch was too too like tight. My my point is, even if you were begging for it today, uh-huh. girls can wear a piece of uh-huh. a strip that is literally five inches across right. their. There's no camel and Dude, there's no ass creases. Clothing technology. We got to be appreciative of the 80s. It's like the sewing or something where it was like, hey, like here's a giant te- Melvin. Like clothing technology. Yeah. People get better as time progresses. Okay. I get, you know, that's just the and thing. Those Singapore houses or wherever. They, it's like, hey, sure. stop doing that stitch. Well, let's put it this way. Because we got a new stitch. I really feel like, I really feel like, uh, um, you know, as your. Uh, basically what ended up happening to because uh, i prefer the camel toe and the melvin that's great that's great stuff because you can see where the folds are and stuff but the problem is is that just gets dudes too horny and violent yeah those long things hanging over the cheeks it's like she had long buns as oh, yeah, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. you know those chicks that have long buns yeah. <laughs> and she was like look baby i've got giant long buns so these are just gonna hang down here yeah, somewhere sure. almost to knee level. You know what the thing is? Is I don't care how long your buns are. There were some hot chicks in this. Yeah, the dudes in this were butt ugly. And you know what? Let me tell you something about '80s dudes. You didn't have to be hot, handsome. You just had to be around. Yeah. to get those hot chicks. That's what. That's some of the best See, stuff. That, about that's, the 80s. that's unfortunate for a guy like me that grew up in the '80s. It's like uh, really. Well, you were probably a little bit too young in the '80s to. To fully well, sure, feel your 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 potential. Looking there. back, it's like, man, if I were a little older in the eighties, you know what the kind of poontang I could have pulled. That's what you're saying to yourself right now. I don't say that. I am much too classy. Anywho, 
Uh, okay, so we got this group of girls, and uh, you know they they've just graduated college, and there's you know they're like hey they're supposed to be gone, they're supposed to have moved on with their lives, but you know what they're still hanging out at the sorority house for a little while because uh, you know it's just that's what they got. They want to throw a party, and they're like oh shit, you know what most sorority houses let you stay a little bit longer and have this last weekend to have a party, but the problem is. Is Miss Slater. She don't want none of that shit. She wants some alone time. She wants some alone time all by herself for three months of summer. And she's that. been there for years and years and sure. years. And she, but, but, the, but we find out later there's a method to her madness. Right. Why she wants that? Because it's a special date. On the 19th. Who doesn't want to get rid of those bastards? If you're like I the person They're that hot. lives. Well, I'm well, saying if you're, if you're the, an old lady, I get it. You know, she's got those giant support shoes hose, and everything. Yeah. It's like the minute you see those giant big brown support shoes yeah. with the giant hill, sure. you know, I'm a ball buster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, How are you doing? And she was, but we come to find out that maybe there's a little bit something tweaked with her brain that all stemmed from that crazy birth that happened in the Ooh. very first scene. Moving on. Okay. Um, basically, you know, we, we have, you know, she is a ball buster. So the girls kind of are upset with her and they want to stick around to have one party. Uh, of course, Mrs. Uh, Slater's a little bit pissed off. They're sticking around. Um, but we do get to see some titties. Okay. Yeah. You know, they're making out, they're doing, they're doing their thing. The house mother, of course, will have nothing, none, none of that. Uh, in the house mother, Miss Slater happens to have a cane with a pointy edge. And when some hot girl is, is making out with some dude with their titties out on a waterbed. Yeah. And you got a pointy cane that just don't mix, bro. I yeah. don't, you, by the way, did you ever have a waterbed growing up? Oh, hell yeah, I Freaking did. Freaking waterbed sucks. I made sexy on it, too. Well, th- that's fine. Sexy's fun, but it's like, okay, well, it's sexy. It's it, You know what? Every once in a while you want to have sex in like an impractical place. But, you know, most of the time you're doing it in a place where it's nice and easy, like on your bed and stuff like that. But when you're doing it, it's like doing it like in a freaking tiny car, you know, where you're like, oh, I don't care. I just need to have sex. You always sex. end up in the in the side down there, crunched down. That's what I, it's like. And it's like if they were to make a porno back there, it would look so ugly because the contortions your body's got to go through to fit in that mother effing car. The water. Would give you like rhythm. You're like, all right, bang it. I waterbeds were shit to me. I slept on a waterbed a couple of nights. I I swear I I freaking woke up with uh, with like seasickness or something. Dude, shit. I had a hand me down for my cousin. Oh yeah, huh? And it was out in the garage forever. They had like ten cats. Yeah, it smelled like cat shit forever. <laughs> it's like after I cleaned it and cleaned it and cleaned uh-huh. it, the girls would go. What's that smell? It's like, don't worry about it, baby. You're going to smell some shit coming up here. Wait. You don't I, need to worry about that I'm about to Worry f- about this stink. I'm about to fill up your your, your olfactory senses with the You turn on a wasp album, you're like, don't worry about that Dude, stink. God, you know, I'll tell you, water beds nothing worse a than, terrible idea. They're awful. Nothing worse than cat shit and piss. Well, I wouldn't know. I've never had a cat, and I've never had a shit and piss, but all I'm saying is the smell, I can imagine... You add the smell plus the waterbed. I'm surprised you ever got laid, bro. Thanks, Chris Roberts. You can find him on my Facebook page. <laughs> Ask him about the waterbed. He, he's now famous because uh, he's the guy that gave Shane the waterbed that sucks balls. Anyway, mm-hmm. just so you know, up in this sorority house, we got a mysterious person in the attic. We don't know who it is, but obviously we know who it is because we've seen 100 slashers and we know what what's going on. We know kind of what's going to happen. It's pretty, you know, it's pretty 
you know, run of the mill formulaic. Right. Maybe in 1983, it wasn't, but in 2013, it is. Miss Slater, by the way, is slowly going crazy. We get some brain x rays. I don't know if that's what they're called. Um, you know, and it's funny because right before some shit hits a fan, the doctor's giving her some brain scan. He's like, all that it will take for her to go crazy is one traumatic experience. It gives you a little bit of information there. It does. Well, and it's, well, and I forgot to mention, she also pissed this chick off with the water. Maybe bed. she has some infraction. What they call that? The Wayman uh, yeah, infraction? Yeah, infraction. Maybe she does. She didn't go into a coma. She went into much worse. Well, she, yeah. she pisses the chick off with the waterbed, okay? Because she sticks that sharp cane of hers, the sharp cane hitters, and she rips it. And uh, basically, it's hard to have sexual intercourse when you're drowning. Right. So, and that's what basically happened. And this bitch, she cannot stand it. That is the last straw. She's got to play a prank on Mrs. Slater. Right. So basically, instead of just being like a normal prank, she becomes kind of a sociopath and pulls out a loaded gun. You're not even going to bring up that condom she pulled out of the package. <laughs> Let's hear it. Why don't you? Why don't you enlighten us? Well, that condom when she's in the water bed, sure. she's like, "Ha ha!" They'd already been banging for like uh, yeah, it's like 10, 15 I thought minutes. the same thing. It's like if you got you already got AIDS, bitch. Was it me or was she holding it weird or was that the smallest fucking condom? Because she rips the condom open. And pulls it out, mm-hmm. and it is like a balloon no. blowhole. That's like my size. Go, That's my size. So I'm used to condoms that like, size. Like, ha right? we're going to get it going. It's like one of those snaky weenies we were talking about. Like the one that you make like poodles out of. Yeah. I- Thin and long. <laughs> wow, and we all know that I'm short and fat. And thick. Well, that's Sir, I mean fat, thick as shit. Do not fat and thick. I will bust your a-hole, but I won't hit the back. I just thought it was weird because I was like, is she holding it weird? Or is that <laughs> no. like a tiny goddamn I'll condom? Be honest, I didn't even notice. I didn't even, all I saw was condom and they're getting it on. Let's see some titties because that girl was kind of cute. Yeah. And all of a sudden, boom, Miss Slater comes in and she pops the freaking water bag. She hears the humpy dump and she says, no. She says, is that the humpty dance where somebody's taking their chance to do the hump in there? She I'm said. I'm going to stop that up right now. And, you know, dad bought her the water bed. So she said, count to 20. Yeah. Fudge and A. I am never. What? That just. That was. Fourth floor, third floor. Really? You're going to. Fill up a water. And bed. no offense to you, but if your freaking dad buys you a water bed, that means you could never have sexual intercourse on it. I don't care who you are or what you are. All I'm saying is, to be honest, when 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 she said that, I'm like, well, what if I buy my daughter a bed? She better not freaking get in any of well, that. Who shit. bought you your first bed you made sexy on? Uh, actually, your mom, your mom or dad, uh, Sam's mom or dad. No, no, no. It was uh, it was Mother Nature. Okay. Mother Nature by Mother Nature. Flo. Maybe Flo <laughs> bought the bed for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, okay, so moving on. Sorry, there's a lot of stuff. There's going to there's gonna be a freaking prank, okay? They're going to play a prank on this old lady who just got her brain x-rays. Right. Uh, she's got a gun. The prank goes horribly wrong, of course. Um, and, you know, it's so funny because they, you know, here I am thinking, you know, oh, this is, this is pretty, they're laying it on pretty thick because they just set up this thing. Where this lady is going to go crazy if there's a traumatic experience, but they're about to experience a traumatic experience, and I was like, "Oh, this is stupid. That's mm. pretty, you know, that's pretty blatant, whatever." But I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to leave a spoiler. But I wasn't disappointed. 
right with who ended up being the shit anyway bottom line is is that uh they accidentally kill mrs slater uh they don't call an ambulance because their lives would be ruined you know and you know you don't you want to ruin college career you got you're just uh, you come on you graduated loans you don't you know what you, I, in fact i don't know if i'd rather go to jail than pay my student loans you're but graduating and now we've just killed miss slater yeah and if you're gonna kill somebody you got to do it before you go to college because you don't want to do all that work and then go to jail you want to go to jail and, and pass that's why life. everyone that goes to college doesn't commit murder is because or they're good at it or they, they or they majored in murder pay, come on man i got to get some stuff done here man you're ruining my career <laughs> oh dude yeah that yeah you don't want the loans come do well they dumped for now they dumped the body in the in the freaking pool because they got a party they got a party they got a plan they got to go on uh and by the way so they end up you know uh you know they've been decorating the place and they have the most amazing house band dude <laughs> Does that guy not get every piece of poontang in town? That singer? You know, it's funny is they kind of sounded like the cars a little bit to me. You know, they sounded like the cars, but that dude had the most glorious blonde, like, like, like glowing blonde mullet of all time. Beautiful. And he had, you know, and that guy was like, had kind of orangish makeup on. And I was thinking, oh, this guy's as pretty as a lady. Yeah, dude, he was hot. And let me tell you this little tidbit. Well, let's hear it. They're a real band. Who is? Four out of five doctors is what they were called. And they actually released an album. And that is a real band. No. They were. A, they seem to be a Cars clone to me. Four out of five doctors. I don't like the Cars, but a Cars clones, I don't know if I'm down with. That guy had the head shakes yeah. and the mullet and everything. He was just go... Hey, seventies! I'm still. That's what around. I'm saying. He he kind of had the seventies disco look with the with the with the early sounds of the eighties. That's a real he, band, and they and on top of that, they were in like five movies. No, this is way. not their first rodeo. <laughs> they were in the Boogeymen. No shit. They were in uh, uh, something about Catherine. Uh, a letter from Catherine. Like huh. it wasn't horror movies, other sure. than the Boogeyman. Sure, and this. Four out of five they, doctors, they were, I was like. That dude was definitely a looker. I wanted. I would like to get my hands on that vinyl. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Well, that's all it is. It's not, it's not on anything else. And he's going. Yeah, his face and his whole like head bobs and stuff like that were wonderful. He was hot. He, he was. Uh, anyway, so. Hotter than any guy that was in that place. Are we agreeing oh, that? Oh, that wasn't hard as shit. That wasn't hard at all because all those dudes How were about those chicks that were going, oh my God. Look at this guy. Well, the and thing you is, look was, over, and this guy was as bland and as fucking yeah. every run of the mill. All I'm saying is, that you will agree that these ladies. By the way, this comes into into play later. These ladies were pretty hot, man. You yeah, know, they're not bad. But there were no, there. All the dudes were just like every normal, dude. gross looking dudes. Yeah, you know, good for them. Which, which is why I wish I was older in the '80s because I could have really had a shot. Okay, I could have been somebody. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, Anyway, so uh, the bottom line is, we just had this person get killed over the over the prank. These girls, you know, all, that, that have all just graduated and all belong to this uh, sorority house. They're all trying to just act normal. They don't want anybody to find out. The problem is later on, they find out that the dead body from the pool has been removed. Right. And one of my favorite scenes, because there's a couple of guys that were going to go for a swim in their tidy whites. Love that. And one of them. 
was just a giant dude. Portly fucking guy. Yeah. You know, so, okay, so so here's the situation. These guys are like, hey, we're at this party. By the way, this pool is effed up. Nobody's cleaned it. By no. the way, none of their underpants fit properly. No, in fact, this tubby guy, he had it over his gut. Yeah. I mean, he was like, his tidy whities uh, when, you know, I'm. That's thank, what you do. Thankfully, you, do. you couldn't see his ass crack because it was so high, but it was also above If his you're gut. a fat guy in a movie, you're sure. going to fucking try and you figure your Yeah, you don't want that to, curve right there. Hey, I, 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 I know I look like an asshole. Yeah. How do I not look like a bigger asshole? Yeah. I just kind of work my underpants closer to the belly. <laughs> the thing is, so, and, and by the way, this pool is gross. It's disgusting. It's never been cleaned. He jumps in. And he's got two buddies with him, but he's the first one in. All of a sudden, everybody runs out there. They turn on the pool light. And all he has to say is, I'm a sea pig. Yeah. Come on. That's exploitive to the tubby dudes. That is the greatest line of the entire movie. And by the way, that's the the only line. I'm a sea pig. By the way, what happened to his friends, man? Those mother effers bolted. What shitty friends yeah. that they get the tubby guy in there. Oh, I'm a sea pig. First of all, they, they embarrass him by making him say, by making him feel pressure to say something like, I'm a sea pig. Because he said it. Well, he, I like the way he said, you know, he's like, hey, man, are you going to jump in there? And he's like, hold on, I got to stretch. And he sure. did those fat guy stretches like I do. Well, I like sure, to I do, do those. Too, like, sure. And then he gets pushed out. in. Pushed in. And then, and then not as if, as as if that's pig. not embarrassing enough, all he can say is, I'm a sea pig. Yeah. Those friends were assholes, and then we that Bastards. gets proven when they run away when all the chicks show up because they're like, "Hey, what's going on in the pool? Oh shit, somebody's swimming. Let's run down there because that body's in there." But you know what? Hmm. The body was gone. Somebody mysterious had taken it away. Right. And who knows what the hell's going on? But in the meantime, man, shit is going down. Girls are coming up missing. We see kill scenes of killing. Uh, you know, we, we see that actually, you know what? It's funny. Cause we, you know, I mean, it, it kind of hits the, the whole, like I said, that the slasher formula, we have the final girl, we have a bunch of people getting knocked off. Um, you know, and I don't want to give anything away, but I will say something that the killer who we finally find out who it is the whole time we're like, except for like one real, actually it's a pretty cool scene where you get the backlit and you get to see the hair, the stringy hair and all that stuff. Yeah. But other than that, we don't really get to see the killer cause it's all like he, you know, he or she is, is creeping through and you know, we just get to see hands and, and whatever. We don't know who it is, but, um, the, when we finally find out who it is and they have a costume on in the, in the very, oh, hell yeah. it was bad ass. I want, yeah. I want to see more of that shit all the way throughout the movie, but you know, they kind of held off on it. It was like, it, we didn't see, but if it would have been this thing and this costume, you the whole knew time, it was coming. Well, sure. But you it's did. like, man, I would have enjoyed the yeah. hell out of all that the whole time. And I'll tell you what, and, and okay. And now that I'm kind of going off on my beefs right now, uh, I'm not going to go any more on the, on the, uh, on the uh, plot yeah. because you don't it's, want to it's spoil pretty, that. Well, not only yeah. that, but it's just like, it's a pretty typical, Oh, hi, by the way here, you know, the doctor from the very first <laughs> scene comes in that whole birthing scene hat comes back, you know, whatnot. So, you know, we get all that and it all kind of comes full circle. The pro here, here's my problems with this movie. You remember a little movie we did called trailer park of terror. Yes. You, what, you remember your sentiments about that? There were hot chicks, and we didn't get to see any not titties. Not enough. In this one, we did get to see titties. Sure. No, you know, not a ton. I I always would have loved more. Sorority house sure. needs a lot of... Especially a lot of young, nubile, budding ladies. Yeah, budding ladies need to butt out. My problem with this movie is, is that, okay, so you have the slasher thing, and there was a little bit of blood and a little bit of violence, but 
most of the violence was shown after the fact. It's like set up, you know, it's like, oh, somebody got their head cut off. We didn't see it because it cut away. Right. You know, thankfully, later on, we saw like a head in a toilet. Head in the toilet. And, and, yeah. You know, a guy or a guy or a gal who fell over a balcony and was dead. Here's the thing. And here's kind of what bothers me about this movie is that the fact that all those extra death scenes and all those like setups were done after the fact. Oh, they were filmed after they had no intention of coming in, although they had to cut a lot of stuff down to get the R rating, you know, but it's like, why do we watch slasher movies? Hot chicks, gore, naked, naked, blood, blood and guts. I just don't think this delivered on either of those. Oh, but oh, do you disagree? Well, I I enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh, Slightly. I mean, stop it. Well, okay. Okay. No. Tell yeah, me your thing, but I don't want you, I don't want you to assume that I didn't enjoy it. Okay, so hit me. Uh, I enjoyed it, man. I when I scooted down into my uh-huh. seat and started watching uh-huh. it, it was like, yeah, this is everything I'm going to enjoy sure. about a sure. shitty goddamn slasher sure. movie. I didn't care for the overdubbed uh, Miss Slater voice. Yeah, it was so a, much. You're right, it was weird. Um, but overall. I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Here's my problem with it. And it's not that, because I did enjoy it, because I love the slasher movies. I and, and, I mean, there were tits, and there were slashing, and there were all that stuff. Right. However, when I saw what the killer could have been, yeah. what, what the killer could have been doing, like dressed as, doing... Totally. And I'm like, well, they missed... They, they, they kind of missed the boat on that, because that had a lot of potential. Number one. Number two... I would have loved to see more of those ladies buck naked. Now, we're not giving anything away here. No, no we're no, not. No, no, no. But that final scene, do you think that they had ideas for, ta-da, I, we're going to, like, you know, you got sure. Friday the 13th. Sure. Oh, mom did it. Oh, my God. Here's sure. like a you know, here's twist. Jason. You know, that final scene, I was like, oh, that that could have been a setup for like, yeah, sequel. Now he's in the you and maybe it is in the movie. And maybe that's right, because I don't have the I don't have the sequel to this movie. I never I didn't know there was. I, was I there a to sequel? Be honest with you, I'm not even sure. I assume there was because I mean this was a slasher in the Because I was just thinking, you know, wow. Why didn't they take full advantage of that? Because it was situation? badass, huh? Yeah. And we only saw that in the final like couple minutes of yeah. that. I wish we would have seen more of the Nubah flesh. I wish we would have seen more. And you got and maybe I should just realize this is 1983. This was maybe before like it got too over the top. We, you know, you're talking later 80s where it was like like all they really had were exploitative, you know, type of elements to make it good because everything had already been done and maybe in, I mean in 1983 the slasher boom is going you know, but maybe it wasn't to the point where people needed as much blood as I felt like I needed. And and like you said, I thought this was a great movie. There were good characters, all a bunch of, there was, oh my gosh, there was one C, holy shit, I wrote, I wrote notes down on this dude. You know, by the way, the body and how it was like all wrapped up and ended up in different places. Right. It's kind of scary as shit. Plus, plus. Three th- chicks. Throwing the body in a yeah. dumpster, rolling it down the road, and then banging into the guy oh, yeah, that they you you know that that guy turned into Cleveland. They went Hi. that guy Hi. <laughs> because that guy they roll this dumpster sure. down the road with a dead body in it and bang into a cop car. 
how do you not see that? I don't no, know. You're- <laughs> and then he's like, hey, you need to move this. Yeah, why are you dumpster. taking the garbage out at 1.43 in the morning? It's like one in the morning. What you- I'm like, <laughs> what? You, you know what? You know what? The thing is, is that, like I said, maybe the kills weren't as violent or as crazy as I would like. But some of the some of like the aftermaths, like when they found all the bodies in that murky green pool. Yeah. They turned on the light of the pool and it was creepy as shit. You know, you had that set up. You had some of like the like I said, the head in the toilet. Yeah. Some of the other death setups. But gosh dang, it would have been nice to just see some gratuitous violence. More, yeah. more gratuitous violence in this. And apparently they had to cut a bunch of stuff out. There was, I mean, and the, and the thing is too, is there was, it was so cheesy. Uh, oh my gosh. I, I don't, I can't remember. I hope I put that, I put this in here somewhere. But there was one line by one chick in there. Oh. It was so funny. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me, uh, let me go down my my notes here there there was it was it, i don't know anyways they're all sitting in the kitchen you remember and they're all sitting in the kitchen they're like right. oh my gosh what's going on and one chick looks at the camera and goes so i can't remember what it was i can't find out my notes but she's like where is she now just oh. like the, i sort of laughed oh I, and i know who you're talking yeah, about the too. hot blonde that was wearing the black thing that was, yeah oh she was and she was that hot. scene was kind of off-putting too when she went up and she found the Ringy dingy oh, yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. and she's like, ha, 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 by the window. It's like, don't, you know, do the what do they call those? The jumpy box. The, oh, like the jack in the box. Jack sure, in the box. Sure. Yeah, it's like you're in a negligee by the open window, dude. Here, here, here it is. I have it right here. Is Mrs. Slater alive? Yeah. That was the second character acting greatest line. Not really in what she said, but in she, how she says it. Uh, how do we know she's still alive? Check yeah. that out. At the Elite Media a copy, it was at 4225. If you have that, go to 4225 and watch that because I about shit my pants out of how funny that line was. Just yeah. the way she, it was so GD funny, man. I mean, it was time. And, and, and you know, uh, look, I enjoyed the hell out of this. I thought it was good if, too. If we're talking chicken noodle, this is my first time seeing this movie. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I really liked this movie i did too man and i and i think it could have been yes it could have been better but i i just don't, had a lot of I don't, potential i don't take away points from that i give this a buy okay that's cool i enjoyed it oh well, i enjoyed it too i just i really feel like at that time they should have known better to be more exploitative um i just wish there could have been more blatant nudity and violence uh you know in blood i don't want to be a dick but man, that's why i watch these kind of movies but having said that, I enjoyed it. The final girl was actually pretty cool. You know, I thought that, you know, most final girls, I'm like, man, I don't care. But she was pretty cool. I liked how bitchy all the girls were. Like, that one that, what, like, wanted to do the whole, like, prank. She was so pissed off. She wanted blood. Dude, she, but she had everyone, all that troop, ready to go. She did. As soon as she, you know, did what she did. And and Miss Slater's in that pool. Yeah. She was like, every one of them. There, you know, there was only one that went. Hey, wait a minute, Let's man. Sure. Hold on a minute. Hold sure. on a tick here. <laughs> and everyone else is like, No, we got careers to think about. Exactly. You know. Uh, you so know. It's like, it, it's, I just, I don't know. As I'm watching this, I just really felt like there would be more potential for it. But that's not to say I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, I'm with you though. I mean, maybe I give it a low buy, a super high rent. Um, it was just fun. It, you know, it was, it was fun. Kind of like, like I said, it was paint by numbers. 
uh, you know, slasher fair. I sat down in my seat, and the minute it started, I was in for it, ready to enjoy it. Sure. And I did. The body count was nine, seven female, two male, but the worst thing is, is a parakeet was found dead. Yeah. Who knows why? Who knows why that had to happen? You know, one thing I did notice- Pete banged his head on it. Oh, that hurts. Peter. That's, I know, but, but Peter, go home. But it's how like, did it get that so bloody? You're telling me there's no fucking nanner party that I'm going to get tonight. That 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 <laughs> destroyed his fucking yeah. He soul, was bum- he was bummed after. That. I get he's it. Like, dude, well, if you think you're going to get boned and all of a sudden some murder shit happens, you're not going to get boned. If you're, you're at the hot sorority party with four out of five doctors playing and booze and she's going go down and get another drink and you go yes ma'am i'll go down and sure. get another you're, drink you're, that means you're getting boned if you get that drink for her, right and she's like it's time to go home you're like fuck yeah man, no nanner dude i gotta what say did he, do? he got out in his car and he went fucking no nanners tonight. <laughs> i don't get no fucking tater salad tonight I just get to go. Well, you want you just want to die in the dirt point because right now you're half drunk. You're wanting to bone. I threw her all away. my skills. You're driving I threw away. All and you're my like, personality. I got nothing I threw, left. I threw I everything to her. I hear you. And she said, "Go home." That's ruined your nerves. Dude, here's a little bit of trivia for you that uh, is actually kind of cool. Do you know a, a, a young man by the name of Richard Band? He did all the music for Charles Band's movies. Charles Band is the executive producer, director, blah, 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 of all those full, full moon pictures. Oh, no. I thought it was a really super solid. In fact, I'm listening to this going, man, you know what? I think the soundtrack, or sorry, the score is probably better than this movie deserves. And then I found out it's Richard Band. But this guy made a career of making uh, like uh, uh, scores for movies that are too good for the movies. In fact, oh, yeah. I'll be honest with you. All those full moon pictures, they're good, and I love them. But man, some of those some of those scores are amazing. Way too good for the quality of movie. Right. Thankfully, he's working with his brother and blah blah blah. But no, I thought that was pretty. Sounds cool. familiar, but yeah, you, what, it, what it, else it, has he done, dude? He's done. He does all sorts of uh, scores and music, like all oh, dude, tons of stuff. Like uh, I think he did Reanimator. Fuck. Oh. I'll, I'll have to look. I'll have to look because I don't know for sure. But he did a lot of stuff, and he did a. He, if you, I'll you know I have to let you borrow my full moon box set. All those movies are unbelievably amazing and he was like the, the dude. But well, his brother runs the place. Charles Band runs the place. He did all the like, the music and stuff. It's super good. Like on uh, on Netflix right now, I think is uh, Puppet Master Axis of Evil. Go check that out. Mm. The, it, it's the the it just doesn't deserve as good a music it's got. And I hope that he did that for that. I hope he did the score for that, or else uh, freaking John's gonna call me up and be like, "Oh, dude, you're full of shit." Which you know what, I may or may not be. But anyways. Um, like you said, man, this movie was fun to watch. I was hoping for more. I'll give it a low buy, high, high rent, low buy. I really liked it. I enjoyed it. And to me, this is like, like we're talking about me, who's a kind of a collector and whatnot. I'm buying this shit, but give it a chance. It was fun to watch. I really wish we'd had more, uh, just gosh, just more disgusting, perverted shit, and this would have been a high buy for me if they would have I give that. it a straight down the line buy. It's it, it it really is. It kind of complements. No, sure. is, it, is it the best of the 80 slashers? Is it the worst? No. Uh, no, no. Neither way. No. So I I give it a straight down the line buy. I enjoyed it, man. I'm glad, I, you, I'm glad you liked it. I sink down and I just go, yes. <laughs> I know what I'm in for. Well, you knew what and you, you were in for in the first like 10 minutes of this. You're right. like, oh shit. This is, you know exactly what you're in for. 
and the ending was pretty damn good. And I wish they would have taken advantage I of that more. Too. I do but, too. And that one scene, you know, well, we, I won't even get into it. I'd just give it a, I give it a straight down the line. There you go. That's cool, man. Good movie. Check it out, uh, especially if you're into slashers, because this is one that you've got to see if you are a slasher aficionado. There yeah. you go. Yeah. But there you go. There, that's uh, the House on Sorority Row. Yeah. And. You know what? I'll be honest with you. I'm not quite as spent this episode as I was last episode. Yeah, I'm, we're uh, taking it a little easier. We're, we're we're about a quarter. We're about a quarter to three hours right now, and not instead of a, a three and a half hours. We're still pretty long. But what are you going to do? But you had your Kane Roberts, and you had your uh, you know you had to get all that out, dude. I you uh, scared me there. You said, "Hey, I've got another Kane," and I went, "No, nah, I pretended." And I, I you pretended. You give yeah. me a JK. I was giving you a JK. We did it though. We did it. We we got through sixty nine. Next episode is seventy on seventy five. We're going to give each other's hand jobs because 70, that is amazing. 70 episodes. That's amazing, dude. That's all I'm saying. 70. Who knew? That, I'm glad it's happened. Of course, we're going to do 800. Jesus. But I can't believe it's been 70 weeks plus a four-week layoff. Yeah. We've been doing that th- that long. It's amazing to me. Anyway, let's go over the ep- question of the episode recap. Okay. What movie did you watch with no real expectations, but it surprised you of how good it was? Give us a call on the bone phone. Uh, 385-351-9273. That is 385-351-9273. Let's go ahead and put in a death scene right now. Hey! Whoa! Hey! What the fuck is going on? We're volunteering you for a little quality control. Oh, jeez. Judah, I'll make it up to you, I swear. But you are. Weren't you listening before, Bassett? I said we all have our pleasures. Mine is the pain of others. Guess you were right, Bassett. That was a bad batch. And there you go, man. That was a death scene. So uh, we got to get Alan's out to him. So Alan, go ahead and email me your address at uh, Mike at CorpseCollective.com. Uh, gosh, is that it? Is that all we uh, got? Is that all we got for this episode? I am spent as well as last mm-hmm. week, and really, because I could go, I could go another ten rounds right now. Well, let's do it, bloody, baby. Bloody Keep turn says I'm like some spaz with a new kid, you know. And I feel like I could go ahead and tell you about my new Did baby. He say right something now. about a new baby? I don't know. B- bloody spaz. Blood turd. Blood turd said bloody yeah, I'm spaz. A spaz. I'm a spaz. He's a turd. Oh, you're a spaz. Yeah. He's the blood yeah, turd. That happens. Well, you know. As long as you don't get that all mixed up together. <laughs> Spazzy turds. Yeah, you don't want why, spaz Why are we turds. off on a low, on a, a not a classy thing? Uh, no. All right, okay. give me something to go out on. How about this? I got nothing. Can I, you take me here? I actually had Kane Roberts. I was going to bring up Kane yeah, Roberts. Do, again, but you know what? Give, I me, like- give me two bars of that, and then we'll say goodnight. Give me some Kane Roberts twist out. This material it kills me. Oh, Love me till I'm on the ground. Turn me inside out and thrill me. Thrill me till the gods are down. I'm twisted inside. We'll let you folks go. That's plenty for us today. It's on and up. That's right. All right. Catch you guys later. See ya. How many people do I have to kill? Before you know-